You know what's funny? When you said, you know what's funny? I was going to be like all condescending and sarcastic. Like, mm, that's funny. I'm like, oh, but that actually was funny. <laughs> Thank you. It's my Facebook picture. And I'm like, ugh, I don't really look oh, like that. Please. So I'm like, I'm going to, I usually change it to Regal Beagle or whatever. Because I feel like Regal. that's more me. I'll try to stiff, stiff. <laughs> okay. Let's beg your pardon. Calm it I beg down. your pardon. Let's calm her down. It's a Christian show. Oh, starting now. All right. Let's see if I can fix, change my picture. It's a very nice picture. Well, I don't think it looks like me, but thank you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that night, I guess it looked like to me. Yeah. Liked. <laughs> oh, my God. Things are happening in my brain. <laughs> Better than the opposite. Oh, my God. Where's the picture? A few hiccups. A few hiccups. People, uh, people are still, the important people are all still listening. Here you go. How about this? It's it's just a regal beagle. It's not the regal beagle. It's a, a regal. Sure. It's yeah, droopy dog in a different color palette. Oh, but yeah, with a beverage with yeah. a delicious looking martini. Don't you know? All right. I know you have a heart out of sorts. Right? A little. Okay. She could go in. Yeah. We'll try and rustle through here. That's not really a term that's said or makes sense. But uh, let's... you could you could if you were walking through leaves, you could rustle through or. <laughs> shower curtains or something like that <laughs> there's a bunch you of just, raincoats you just described having yeah. sex with me <laughs> uh, which part which which part i mean i may have drank too much already <laughs> never enough or too much all right i guess i mean we're already recording so we can just yeah i guess so let her go should, let her rip should we just keep talking as though we just never never notice that we started recording and just keep keep going I, just chit chat for the episode i feel like that could be the new format for this show is just to like shoot the shit and it's like oh right we're recording like oh so it's just you know cash yeah. hanging chilling with my just friends recording every conversation i have like a normal person yeah yeah i think that's apropos wait that yeah. doesn't that's not no yeah i'm just gonna throw out terms and you're gonna agree it's, i like it's pretty this. good it's, it's pretty <laughs> listen I think everyone knows what you mean, which is the important part. That is, I know what you mean. I have found my people in this group of people because they're like, she's like not a little rough around that. Just she's like a pretty jagged. So, but I'm accepted still, and I appreciate that. Yeah, you you are. You you know, it's like a, it's it's like a like a Van Gogh or something. It's not Mm, literally photorealistic, but it's like, oh, I can see what's going on there. I was gonna say a droopy ear, but that's um the other one. No, that's Van Gogh, but surrealist. Well, he's a Last. missing ear. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> to rumble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that and yes. All right. Listen, world. That's been a mistake. A bad mistake. Something is missing that belongs to me. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and I would like to welcome a very special guest. 
may know him as T to the Triz. Just kidding. I don't think he wants to be known as that. Welcome back to the show, Trice. That is not my name. T to the Triz. <laughs> no. It's better uh, than Pizzle Stick or whatever the fuck else I've yeah, called Yeah, it's you. better than the other terrible things you <laughs> called me. I agree. It's if, if we're going by that scale, sure. Yes, I always go by that scale. Measuring One and from only the, scale. Measuring from the floor up, sure. From the actual <laughs> bottom, yeah. Well, that is where I usually am. <laughs> sure. You sort of move over and touch the wall, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Yep. Nope. How how are you? <laughs> uh, I, I you know what this is a complicated question. Always the mm. correct the socially correct answer is always to be like I'm great. How are you? I'm, so I'm, yeah. Here's the thing. How about let's get fucking honest tonight because right. I'm doing motherfucking shit. Let's go. Let's so talk. Let's yes. Do- yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Because I I've had a rough couple of days and I feel like, uh, well, it used to be like every day was complete shit. Tsunami after tsunami of like bullshit, shit. Just, I, I feel like I just been cut to the quick every single fucking day of my life. But then I started to kind of like gain some footing into like a positive realm. But the past couple of days been a little shitty. And boy, before I'd be crying like all day long, I haven't cried since like last Sunday was it Saturday Sunday but I had just put on makeup so I was really trying not to so I don't know if that really counts but last night I did and then I woke up in the middle of the night because I was having nightmares and then I was crying last night and then I cried my way home from work today no. um <laughs> just a rough a rough little patch I just there's certain things out of my control and I think that's what makes it so hard because Maybe some partial is bad decisions, but some of it's ba- bad decisions from 20 years ago that are still just punching me in the fucking face <laughs> and the gut and tripping me on the way out. <laughs> sure. So is this uh hmm, why? So it's a very vague question, but let's, like, uh, yeah, let's go back because yeah. on the episode that I recorded with Rafi, let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. His last episode, I had mentioned that I was had, started talking to someone that was super easy to talk to and it was like finally someone easy person fucking up and vanished on me yeah <laughs> so i was like you know what maybe first impressions not not always all they're cracked up to be so that sucked that's just a recap on that because also then i start feeling embarrassed that i'm sharing things from like i finally got this positive thing in my life and like smash cut to two weeks later and it's like complete dumpster fire <laughs> yeah listen you gotta if a good thing happens, it's okay to say a good thing happened. You can't be, can you can't allow yourself that. to be embarrassed by other people's shitty behavior. You okay, know I mean? see, I thank you. I think all you, you did was fucking have a good time and enjoy something, and then someone else thank had a you. different experience. Yeah, and being like, this is fun, and it's like, oh, most is also not fun. So that was uh, not easy, like a Sunday morning. That so then also part of my New Year's resolution was to leave the negative behind. Which is easier said than done and leaving room for positivity. So discerning what is positive and not is also hard because at face value, it it could seem like it's positive, you know, and then it turns out it's not. So I'm opening my heart up to certain people that seem nice and then they end up not being very nice. And so it's very like, it's been hard. It's been hard on my ego, but also just hard, just hard in general, because I'm trying to escape what already is a shitty thing that I'm trying to get away, get away from. So it's just layers of shit. So the last time you recorded and covered for the show, I recorded a little intro 
explaining that I wasn't going to do the do- double solo up that people were chomp- champing at the bit for. I actually did record one, but I was, and I was vague about, I was going through something scary and I've shared with you guys a little bit about that privately. And, but I'm happy to share here is that I, there's somebody that uh, does not want to take no for an answer with trying to be in my life and they don't live in this state. They live in a different state. So I feel kind of like, well, it's fine. It's safe. But they had planned on coming to visit that weekend that I was recording, but I had blocked them previous to this. So just knowing that they were going to be in town and knowing when their flight came in and all of these things, Oof. I was just thinking they were going to show up at my house at some yeah. point. And so I was started, I started getting a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear and just, you know, the kids were going to be gone. And I was like, you know, I'm going to get out of the house. I'm going to go have some fun and just like escape. And I thought, no, they're going to come home to an empty house and this person could be here. And, and to be fair, well, I don't need to be fair to him, but he, he never made it seem like there was anything violent or like my, I was in harm in harm's way at all. But also, I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I can't guess people's I think it would be more of just like crying and like trying to like win my affections back. But yeah, whatever it was from zero mile to wild, I didn't want to have to deal with it. And I was super freaked out. And during recording, there was a car that came down. Like I was sitting in the front room where I can see the street and I live on a cul-de-sac. So any car that comes down the street, you're going to see. And we don't have a lot of traffic. So a car came down the street that I did not recognize. And I just started kind of freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't want to go back and relive that moment and edit that episode. And then I thought, I'll just redo it. And already it had been like, I don't know, two weeks past the point of like having to do it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe at some point I'll just throw it out there for anyone, the you know, Dr. Jen, who wants to hear it. But also half of it was me yelling at one of my cats for playing with the plant. So it was a mixed bag of probably not very enjoyable. Well, yeah. shit rolls downhill. You you yes. were stressed out and took yes. it out on the cat. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and she was playing with a plant that was frustrating to me. It sounds but... like victim blaming to me. but okay. Oh, I'm very good at that. And I roll downhill. So, you know, that all adds up. Because <laughs> so... you're the shit. No. Oh, that's, okay. That's no. I mean, yes, <laughs> on the positivity. But that was a very stupid joke. And I, I don't approve of what I said. I, well, clearly by my reaction, I approve. So like I said, I try to put the travesty in last year in my rear window and I it was still creeping back in. So I have a friend who is a bounty hunter and he he was checking up on me all night. A lot of friends, a couple of friends that were local that were like, should we come over? I'm like, not fine. I got my hollow points. I got my gun. I'm good. Not that it needs to get to that point. Also, he was going to check the flight logs just to see if he was even came into town because I was going to be thinking about it for a week that he was going to be popping it because I knew when he was going to be leaving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it was just like, yeah, it was a lot of stress, but I think I overreacted, but it's better than underreacting. But also I did underreact in the fact that I was going to notify the neighbors like, hey, just keep an eye out, you know, for anything going on down here at my house. But then I was embarrassed and I didn't. So that is the PSA I would like to send to people is like overreact. It's fine. It, protect yourself. It's okay. So if if I can uh, validate you somewhat, so just, I know you're talking about this and like, maybe you overreacted or underreacted or whatever, but if it gets to the point, put it this way, if you were like interested in someone and like you, they were like 
so freaked out that they like had a gun and were like considering <laughs> calling their bounty hunter friends to come over to protect them. Like that's you probably should have got the message at some point before then. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Like flying in from another state, sort of despite people telling you that they don't want to show co- coming to their house where their kids live, and maybe you know what I mean. It's it's a whole it's a whole. Uh, this this sounds like a situation where someone as you said wasn't taking no for an answer and you can't yes. so much of that is on them um i mean hopefully it's it doesn't get to a point where like there's an actual confrontation or whatever but it's they are the one who's not respecting like some very reasonable sounding boundaries right yeah so and you, i yeah, yeah. And it was not the first time I had had to block the person, but they weasel their way back in. They prey on my niceness. And then all of a sudden we're talking again. And this time, of course, it was easier because I was talking to some other people. So it was kind of like, which is so sad because it's like, oh, good. I got some attention from this horrible person, which I really didn't need. I think it was just because I was bored. I don't even know what it was. I was just being nice. I was just being nice. And that's how they prey on the weakness and get in there and fuck shit up but even tonight like the only way he can contact me is through cash app because i blocked him his entire family on facebook every phone number he's ever contacted me through like i've just blocked him everywhere but he can send me money on cash app and sends me a little message so he did that literally tonight (laughs) and i was just like the first time it happened i just started crying so i was like i just want you to go away i'm just done I don't need $20 for you to tell me, I want, you know, to tell me your side of the story. Like, I don't want you to tell me why it's okay to treat me like shit. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. I heard it for 10 months. I'm good. Anyway, so hopefully it's not behind me, but I'm not letting him back in. Like, that's that part is behind me. I'm sure it's going to, he's got family in the area. So, originally, when I first blocked him, he was like, oh, I'm just going to send my brother over, make sure you're okay. I'm like, I've been okay without you for 20 years. We're good. I'll be fine. You're actually making my life shitty. Yeah. 20 years old is what she's saying. <laughs> yes, that's true. This is very true. So after that, even after last week's episode, I, everything is pretty groovy in the love life. I keep thinking like, maybe I should just be alone. But then I'm also like, well, how am I going to know someone's good or not if I don't, you know, date them or whatever, if they seem nice? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I'm like strong enough for all of this. On that note, would you like to actually be honest about how you're feeling <laughs> now that I just like, bleh. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, here's the thing. This is a, a safe space, but it's only if you want it as an outlet. Like for me, I obviously feel like I need it. <laughs> it could be the beers. Just kidding. I don't drink beers, but I mean, I do sometimes, but I've had half a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, so let me say first of all, just to go back to what you said for a second, yeah. uh also okay to like take breaks if stuff gets yeah. weird. Like you don't have to fully be dating all the time. You can just decide, you know what, for right True. now, no. And then maybe a couple of weeks later you get back in it. You don't have to like True. you know, make something happen right now. Um, True. And there's no yeah. rush. And based on all the other things, like so many other things like i am a sluice sluice i said <laughs> i agree <laughs> I that's said, what they say i yeah. said that on the episode <laughs> that you were on that <laughs> i just re-listened to but it was a long time ago i am a sleuth if nothing else but like i will add up you know 
little things here and there. I was like, you say this. And also, I have like all of this freedom to be in your life in, in many respects where it's like, okay, it's really hard. If you are hiding shit, like you're giving me carte blanche into your life right now. So kind of would be weird and hard to do that. But still, I, I wouldn't put it past people. I uh, definitely digress, but I don't give a fuck because <laughs> this is the new show. It's catching up for an hour. Then we'll do yeah, a little owl you know sound. Fine. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, so I listened to uh, the episode you did with Megan and Jess yes. and uh, Joanna the other day. And it's, yeah, uh, people do, in fact, be ghosting. And I, I, I'm i sure mm. it's not a modern thing. I can't <laughs> I can't explain why people do it because it's not a thing that i would do and then the people who do don't really give answers to why they do it um so but also like the ghosting and then they come back and they're like i really want to be with you like mm, for like let's give this a go like let's uh, like do all and i'm like huh i am so confused right now that's but also confusing yeah i'm like it you ghost me like guess what then I open the door and all of a sudden these other things come in and it's like, okay. And even right now, like I was having a bad couple of nights, one because of the ex was a piece of shit yesterday. And I'm like, no. I ask you to do literally one thing for me, like everything else he's failing at. I, I don't ask him for anything and he literally gives me nothing. So it's been fun, but I ask him to do one thing and he like, just picking up my daughter from school and guess what he didn't do because he fell asleep so my daughter's sitting there and i can't, i'm not i'm at work so i can't have my phone on so mm-hmm. three hours later i'm oh. opening my phone seeing that she's like calling me trying to figure out where's dad and it's just like really you can't two minutes drive from your house you can't go get your daughter and bring her home like are you fucking kidding me so that was just a huge stress on top of yeah, just you know for sure everything else because i'm i was asking my boss for more hours and try i want to get into do like full time and i was all excited because she's like yeah i'll fit you in wherever like we'll get you like in there and now it's like i have no other half to like do anything to help (laughs) so anyway it's been fun like you're not going to give me money but you're also not going to help me with facilitating me to make more money (laughs) either hmm we, we we will come back. We yeah. will come back to this shortly. Circle back, circle back. Just just to to this. Uh, as I was saying before, this 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 more recent situation with this person who's sort of in and out. Yeah. Um, if if it's already weird and stupid in the beginning, I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah. That your and, expectation should be that it's going to get less weird and less stupid. With that one, because that's an actual other one than what we've been talking about. Mm. <laughs> I- already i was just like and i'm being so honest i'm like you already have all these infractions and i am already interested in someone else and he knows this and he's like well i'm gonna fight for you and i'm like well Mm. just so you know like i don't think i could ever trust you based on this this and that and multitude of other things but like i don't know we have fun we hang out but i i i am at least so proud of myself for just speaking up and saying like yeah no this isn't gonna work for me (laughs) longevity wise good yeah i did also want to backtrack on (laughs) also on the episode with rafi because my kick the bucket list was super sad and i actually thought of some things that i have thought about over the course of however long this is from a whitney c's q and i don't know if you want to answer the question too 
but remind me of what the what this it, is. What was on your bucket? Like if you have anything on your bucket list. Ah, okay. And so I I do have some things and I would love to go on a cross country trip. Number one, I would like to go and like visit with all BFFs, like from here to Bangor, Maine, and like back again. But also because I just this country has a lot to offer as far as you know, plenty to see, plenty to do. And I think I would love that experience. So that's one thing I would love to do. I would also like to go up and down the coast of California and stay in every single beach town and have like, and I, I'm sure that's not something you could do in like a weekend, obviously, but just to go and stay and eat because every beach town is different and unique. And I, every single time I'm in someplace new, I'm like, oh my God, this place is so cool. Like I would love to go to every single beach town um, I would like to live in the Pacific Northwest, at least for like one season of my life. One thing, another thing I was thinking would be fun, but mm, I would see probably after a few visits to see if it'd be something that I really want to do is to go to like every museum in Los Angeles. There's like, I think there's like 112, uh, Yeah. but how fun that would be to just, even if it's shitty and this kind of connects to, you know, they were talking on a Thursday show about the, it was like, what is it? The death and dying one or something museum uh, or oh, the museum of death yeah museum of well, death and which then there was I, like the Scientology you go to that one, one. or no uh, i it was on my my little list i think the first time i went okay. down to, i remember to, there was talk the of it yeah. and um i think it was right around the corner from where superfan megan used to live or something so i remember i was like we gotta fit this in somehow but anyway so all the museums in la i think that would be very cool and maybe even doing like orange county museums you know whatever doing something like that i like lists and like having a you know something to look forward to <laughs> yes yeah the biggest thing on my bucket list is i would love to find my great love i would love to have oh. a great love in life i've never had that I'm, i know i've had lust i know i've had crushes i've know i've had whatever but i would love to have like a mutual like where you find your person and you know I don't know if that ex truly exists. I think I've seen it with other people and that's giving me hope that it exists. I don't know if mine exists out there, but I would love to find my great love and then I can that die. What? <laughs> hmm. Happy uh, woman. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was just thinking the other day, I don't know why this thought came into my head, but something about... Uh, uh, lesbian on tiktok saying something it, it makes sense in context okay. but approaching someone just the the idea of someone approaching someone and instead of being like oh my god you're so beautiful or wanting to hook up saying like i would like us to take care of each other like as as a way of expressing your feelings for someone this, this was someone talking about something romantic or whatever i don't even remember the context but i was like damn that's like that's heavy that's like wanting not just to not just to um feel love or feel passion for someone but to, yeah. to like fully like being committed and wanting to not only physically live with someone but to to really partner with someone and being upfront about that in a way that people usually aren't which which is uh not i i was like shocking to, to think about just because i mean obviously a lot of people are you know happily married or partnered or whatever but it's it's um not the way I think a lot of people approach relationships, um, even people who are married or whatever. It, it's it's a view of relationships that is about sort of a mutuality of trust and sort of intimacy and caring and yeah. not just, you know, 
teenage love, but yes, for a longer time. So on my pro- every profile dating profile I put out there, I just put all of the things that I give to a relationship. And I just said, I want to meet my equal and I'm not giving to get, but I would love number one, I would love to be received in the way that I give, like to mm-hmm. understand that like what I'm doing is showing love. I would love to find someone that receives the love that I give. And I don't need, I would love for someone to be like, Hey, have a great day because that's what I do for someone. And that's a basic, basic baseline you know, like I care that you have a good day. You know what I mean? And for someone to be like, Hey, how was your day? Or, and that's also very baseline, but the way that I, you know, make dinner for someone where like, I find out what they like to eat or to find out their favorite dessert or their favorite drink or whatever it is. And like make that for them. And I never expect any of that for me. And when someone gives something like that to me, which honestly, in the past couple of weeks, someone has made me dinner twice, which I'm like, this is so special and thoughtful. Like after a long day, you're still going to go shop and make me dinner. Like that made me feel so special and nice on that respect. It was very, it was like, Oh, this person I think is like giving in the same way that I like to give. And it feels nice. (laughs) His name was Ronald McDonald. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, I don't, yeah. Also, I, I, I mean, finally met my match. Yeah. <laughs> it's the happiest meal. He's always around. He's oh, you know, he's, he's practically on every street corner. Never you can been find him all the redheads, but you know, yeah, you always know where he is. That um, is true. Great for kids. He's got a whole play place for the kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say something, but it's oh yeah. So you, you know, maybe not to everybody, but to to some of the select BFFers. Yeah. We got we got to see your dating profile. I know you were just out of curiosity now, just just hearing about it because I would. So when we were at uh, Tam O'Shanter, yeah, uh, you were showing me and Joanna the some of the guys that come up on like oh, your, on your dating profile, which is yeah. like as a guy who's not looking at profiles of you know right. dudes on there, right. it's like. I didn't know how great it was. It's <laughs> it's kind of bad. It's kind of you like... know what's funny? Like talking to other guys, they're like, "Oh, girls have it so easy. There's so many options." I'm like, "Dude, do you want to check out my options? It's slim fucking pickings." Literally. So after that, like, I I canceled Bumble because I was like, "This is dumb." Facebook dating, I had some luck with that. I went on well one date, but it actually led me to another interaction with somebody that was not a date, but also just something good and positive. But then after that, I just paused it. Cause I was like, I, here's the thing. When I started talking to like two people at once, I was like, I don't like this feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's for me. It feels uh, dishonest, even though like, fuck it, like spread it out. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yes. But because like, why not? But then what yeah. if, you're meeting two people that you really like equally. I didn't expect that. And while I'm not exactly having that issue, it was something like that where I was like, wow, I really feel like I'm dividing my time and I don't like this feeling because I wanted to just, for me, I wasn't like, well, this is the person I'm going to date. I was like, I just want to put my energy, any extra energy, not any extra, like so much, but like, I just want to put my energy into this and not divide it between like multiple people because it feels disingenuous. I don't know. I it just yeah. and uh, hot take. Yeah. I think most people are that way. Okay. I think most people, especially like maybe 
maybe it's seeing it a fun or exciting or whatever for like you know a week or two but then i think yeah. most people start not to even feel that. weird for a couple of days quickly. i was like yeah. oh, this is cool i've got a couple of people to talk to and like one's kind of a dud right now so this one's being like making me laugh like that's cool but then when you've got two that are like fun to talk to i'm like oh, i don't really like this feeling because at a certain point like am i gonna have to make a decision or have that conversation like i i don't like being in that situation at all it's yeah. like Hard Especially, really hard problem to have. But listen, um, uh, you're humble bragging about you being uh, like a hot milf. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> you have to support the my fans somehow. Get the yes. get the talk going. Uh, but yeah, especially once it gets out of just you know the chatting stage and you're actually meeting people, like yeah, going out to things with multiple people. I mean, especially if you're in the same town or whatever, uh, can right. feel yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I didn't care for that part of it. So I and after like my one like one person that was seeming like we were like doing pretty good like we're heading towards something so we both were like we're gonna pause our dating apps and then after i didn't hear from him I'm like all right i'll open it back up again so i was really enjoying match more than bumble but i think because i accidentally paid for match no oh. and so you can actually see who's liking you on bumble i paid for a week and i'm like this is lame it's the same people that i don't want to see for free <laughs> <laughs> but also on so on facebook it's free and I kind of like it because the format's kind of cool. You can add music and stuff like that, which is like, that's oh, the yeah. most important thing for me is connecting on music. But the other thing is, is like, oh, you have this person in common. I'm like, oh, I don't want to know that you're friends like with this other, you know what I mean? Oh, it feels yeah. a little bit weird. Anyway, so it's been an experience because it's completely different from what I'm used to. And like I said, the one person I'm talking to now, I did meet out in the wild, not on the dating apps. So I was like, Huh. this is how i wanted to meet somebody that was cool <laughs> mm -hmm. it was an interesting story but i'll probably tell it tell you and not on air okay. All right. I, that's acceptable it was a happy birthday sorry losers you don't to get to hear me. it yeah that's the patreon the secret patreon we yes. have that we I think we never say the name of or the link to but never if you know never. you know yeah. exactly so anyway so enough about my dating sluicing <laughs> real sluice it's classic sluice behavior lisa sluice box lowry yeah the um, sluice is loose i would like to go back i'm revisiting a few things because you know there's things that obviously i didn't i didn't share because of the lost recording quote unquote mm -hmm. but also you recorded an episode last week which is super fun with the b team and i wanted to address the fact that i'm never on the b team it's like because mm -hmm. This B team was formed due to the fact that I cannot be on the show. <laughs> and so I've entrusted the hosting with one trice fill in the blank last name here. So that's why I've never been on with the B team, but darn well, darn well tuned. I'd love to be. All right. Well, your bluff has been called. Um, <laughs> you will be on the B team. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The okay. B team has graciously allowed you to be a guest on your own show i can appreciate at, that at some point in the future very yeah. much it might have to be called the b plus team because if you're bringing an a into the b you know what i'm saying just get it up <laughs> might be more b minus it'll be, it'll be the c team just the you've lowered the grade point average a little bit see you next year mm -hmm. the other thing and also it was a great episode i love hearing you guys always it was great no. i know we're not to shout outs yet because why would we sure <laughs> it's an hour in and why would we be 
But anyway, it was great to hear you guys as always. And then one thing I wanted to mention from last week that I forgot to mention, which may seem late, but if anybody is going to shroom, I would agree with Bridget. I think it was Bridget. Mm -hmm. Was she the one talking about shrooming? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Do not look in mirrors. This is something that I should have mentioned to Megan when she was here, especially since she was like mega dosing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh I fucked up. I had not heard this before. And I, when I was having my bad trip, the the mixture of the gummies and the shrooms and the wine or whatever, I went to go change and I was looking in the mirror. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, am I looking at me or am I looking at me from this other? Like I had different perspectives of looking at myself and I was just like, oh my God, this is freaking me out. And then I was changing. I was like, what if? I'm in my friend's kitchen getting changed right now, but my brain is telling me that. <laughs> that is, I, that's like one of my more frequent, like stress dreams, stress nightmares. That oh like, God. I'm like looking at like, you know, some scandalous pornography or whatever on the internet. And then like, I realized that I'm at work and I just zoned out and started yes, looking at yes. it. At work. Or I'm like with, at my family's house or something or like some, some like Thanksgiving a, dinner exactly. and crisis at the, t- the dinner table with, some like DP cream pie combo action lesbian. Tell us more about the stuff you look at. I the, know. <laughs> the terms that came immediately to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to look at my search history? You just did. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Words of the wise do not yeah. look in mirrors. On Dead to Me, they, I don't know if you saw the latest season, which came out like uh, at the end of last year or something. It's a great show, by the way, but she did shrooms and she looked in the mirror and she looked like she looked like an old lady. Like all of a sudden, uh, like I was like, I didn't have that, but I imagine your brain is going to just do whatever the fuck it wants. And your eyes are just going to let the it's just an invitation for shit that you don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily I was not in my friend's kitchen getting changed. Good. I'm sure. All right. So none of this you would like to share anything about? <laughs> I mean... Just me or everyone. <laughs> here's my life. Oh, man. Well, uh, hmm. oh, my God. So, I mean, there's there's just a a, a constellation of things going on. Ooh. Some of them large, some of them small. I, I was talking with Megan. By the way, I didn't talk much about hanging out with Megan in Redding. Uh, Redding is a small town in, like, northern, northern California. Because she's working on, like, you know, a secret documentary project, and I don't want to spill too many beans or whatever. But we had a very fun time and hung out and talked and ate some of the most, like, aggressively mediocre pizza. Like, like, like. What did you call me? It it was unlike, unlike you. It was like, uh, there was, it didn't even look good, but was bad on the inside. Um, it, It just, it was unappealing. Uh, it, 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 it was, it was like. Anyway, enough about the pizza. But um, one of the things we ended up talking about is how much I hate my doctor. Okay. And I I believe I said I don't want him to wake up in the morning. Um, oh! it's, just, it's just, it's, it's some, I like, it's the opposite of like the old like sitcom thing where like, you know, you have the doctor making house calls and he's friends with the whole neighborhood or whatever. He's just some guy who like doesn't like having to see patients i think oh and, that's a good quality to have it yeah doctor. and it's just uh and something you experience as someone actually it's not limited to people who are overweight but there's like there's always a like 
if I came into the doctor with like mm. a bullet wound in my chest, you'd be like, but have you tried losing weight? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's God. just one of those. And it's just, uh, it's That's terrible. Anyway, I had my insurance changed at the end of the year. So I will be eventually getting a new doctor. I just set up a, an appointment today, but they're, they're booked up to see new people until like May. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. As far as like actually getting like a, a primary physician, like thing set up but i can still like go to the doctor between now and then but anyway it's a whole it's a whole michigas it's it's not fun but if you can just get a new doctor save yourself some trouble you don't have to switch insurance plans also you can find a doctor who's probably close to you instead of having to travel across town like a goober like i did it was just a whole not growing up and in in my young adulthood just not having insurance or not even knowing anything about going to the doctor going like you know 15 or 20 years in between seeing a doctor. Right. Like you you don't realize how, how much you need to be able to not only advocate for yourself in the room, but just to be able to like use your ability to select who you see, where they are, what kind of things are okay. You know what I mean? And it's just a, a whole different kind of relationship situation that I'm adjusting to maybe a little late in life. Maybe it would have been better if I did this in my, you know, late twenties instead of my late thirties, but it, you know, you live and you learn, I guess. Well, we live, kind of. Yeah. Learning, well, if you're nah, lucky. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. It's funny because having kids, I was like, every year, dentist, eye doctor, regular doctor, like always like on schedule doing all of the things. Mm-hmm. With myself, I was like, I don't even know. How do I go to the doctor? <laughs> like, yeah. I, It's like I couldn't figure out, like, oh, I had to pick one. And then it's like, oh, well, there's that. <laughs> I don't, it's funny how like I couldn't, connect to the dots on my own care but yeah it's very different like i also think if i were and i've i was thinking about this today just the the ability to do things for other people versus taking care of yourself or like they should be in the same category but they in practice in practical practical terms i think they're radically different there yeah it's just like an entirely different part of your brain for at least for people who uh i don't know maybe this is not a healthy trait. Maybe I'm just describing people who are uh, emotionally not in the best place. But <laughs> I, I think it's it's so much easier to advocate for someone else. In oh, a situation absolutely. To, yeah. I've never spoke up for, for myself, but when it came to the kids, I was like, okay, we're doing like, no, I speak up for them mm-hmm. when they couldn't, you know, when they were little. And it's like, no, I'm not going to be a wallflower there. But with myself, I'm like, I don't know. Sure. Step all over me. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah oh you know also i you know what i've retired from uh human interactions of any sort of uh intimate nature i'm done that's for for immature people i don't do that anymore i'm good that's other people's issues they need to work out i'm just gonna go live in a cave somewhere and that's fine that's why i gave it the old college dropout try it's it's When I got home today, I opened the door and I was like, I'm done living. And I just like yelled it. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this life. I hate it. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I hate this fucking life. And if it wasn't for the kids, I'd probably be like, you know what? Uh-huh. Those hollow points haven't been used yet. Oh, boy. It's like really? Ugh. Every day is just, it's not even like, there's like some positives, but like for the most part, I'm just like trudging through. Like this is some bullshit. I'm so lucky that I have amazing friends. And that I love my kids. I'm like doing this show. Like, obviously, you guys are all my friends. So it's like, it's happiness. But it's like, if I could just be around you guys more, that'd be great. I just, 
hate my fucking life right now. <laughs> and yeah. I'm a little bit dead. Speaking anyway. of hating your life. Also, yeah. so I, yeah. I haven't been to my therapist in a couple weeks mm, um, since yeah. the whole insurance changeover thing at the end of the year. So I will be seeing them. <laughs> I have an appointment with, appointment with them uh, on February 14th. Oh, the date may sound perfect. familiar. <laughs> You're going to date yourself. That's perfect. I mean, I guess so. I that's have the not best been... Valentine's gift you can give to yourself. Yeah, I was just going to go get a tattoo. So but oh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. For Valentine's Day, every Valentine's Day, I'm like, I'm going to go get give myself a tattoo. That's going to be my like present. And I never did until last year. I finally did. So this latest one that I want to I have like a yeah. Anyway, I yeah. So that's what I would like to do. I doubt I'll have the money because I'm poor AF. But Mm -hmm. luckily, (laughs) the ex slash not really an ex sent me 20 bucks today so he could send me a message. So, you know, (laughs) It's, it's up and yeah, up from here. It's a windfall. It's raining cash. It's just practically <laughs> a cash cab over Hallelujah. here. Hallelujah. It's yes. Anyway, on this special episode, uh-huh. <laughs> we all talk about the Monday show with Matt Lieb and the Thursday show, Mike's Oral Hygiene, Jeff's Foot Dexterity, Words and Phrases We Hate. But first, Trace. I almost said Lil Trace, but Trace. I appreciate you not saying it, even though you had to go back and establish I, it. Yes. I, you know what's good about this show? Editing. There's always the old uh, editing room floor. Do you have any shout outs? I do. Of You know, first of all, the B team. It goes without saying. The best team. The bravest team, if Whoa. you will. Did you say um, bravest with a B? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's B. <laughs> the, they're Rectacular. I um, really hope that, like, all of my cackling, even though I pull away from the mic, it's like loud as shit. I'm sure. Well, it's anyway, actually like sorry, damn man. Even though you don't listen, he's <laughs> just playing hard to get. Anyway, shout out to the yeah. B team. Always fun doing the show with you, even though you try to like muscle, try to weasel me into a, a regular co-host spot, which I appreciate. Also, <laughs> shout out to Rafi and Lauren. Just, just saying, hey. Just uh, how's it going? Shout out to everyone who was on last week. Joanna, Megan, and Jess. You, of course, for having me on. And uh, no one else. Oh, Oh. you know what? You know what? Unorthodox, never before happened shout out, I think. Oh, this is not true. Shout out to Allison Rosen. uh, Mm. Because I like the last couple episodes. I know we griped a lot on the B-Team episode about, you know, uh, too many Monday Daniel and Allison episodes or whatever was going on. Or or the... uh, whole rj city repeating the story uh twice thing that happened but uh the last couple episodes the last couple of weeks i think i've been uh maybe a little bit of a return to form i so uh good job you should not be listening to this allison if you are listening but good job if you know you did after good. y'all's episode i think she probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah good it's for the people yeah exactly and uh speaking of people i have some shout outs Shout out to the TNC, which I have not seen a few of you for a hot minute, but also we've chatted. We we know what's up. Shout out to East Coast Jen for just obviously being amazing, but also um, all of the fun things that you send me. Shout out to, speaking of fun things that I get sent, Lauren motherfucking Kelly sent me some amazing birthday gifts I just got in the Aww. mail. Yeah, a lot of fun little thoughtful things, notably some pillowcases that have eyes all over them and y'all know how much i love (laughs) eyes and drawing them and i was just like oh my god these are so cool but a lot of other little things that are just super thoughtful um like her shout out to rafi of course 
Every day I go into my garage, I think of you. Shout out to the B team, the better team, Trace, Dr. Jen, and Leanne. Respectively, not just for being on the on the show and being amazing, but just like in your own right, you know, amazing people and lovely parts of my life. Shout out to Ray Morgan. He knows why. Shout out to Dr. Angela. Shout out to Joanna, Megan, Jess, and Bean for being in my house last weekend. That was super fun. And I look forward to doing that monthly. Shout out to, I don't know if I just got to this, but I'll say it again. I don't think I did. Shout out to Tamara Holler. Shout out to Ulysses. Shout out to Tim Ortez, Luke Chastain, Lee Bruns, Carrie Tully, Z. Mary Jane. And I also wrote down one Allison Rosen. Oh, there you go. Because she always reposts the show on Instagram. Yeah. And whether that's good or bad, I think it's positive and sweet that she does that because she doesn't have to. Just for being all around great lady. It's wonderful. She's all right. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's the reason why we um, spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours every week doing the show. But whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this rate, she'll be down to like one half of one show. She's loosened upworthy. She's she's hemorrhaging Mm. shows at this point. Mm. If we could only get rid of that. Just kidding. I don't like I listen to either. Also, shout out to. Pouring some Prosecco. Mm. I don't know if you could hear that, but (laughs) shout out to Prosecco. Shout out to. (laughs) Gravity, the force that pulls the Prosecco down or allows it to fall into some sort of My copper boca. glass. Yeah. yeah. I have an everyday Prosecco that I get from Trader Joe's. It's $5.99 and it does me well. So there's that. Shall we finally talk about Monday? Sure, if you want. Uh, so speaking of shedding upworthy, I almost said unworthy. <laughs> that was my delay there. That's what I'm saying. I'm sticking with it. And also, I am. B team may have had something to do with this. I don't know if you put this out into the universe, some sort of like voodoo, magic, what have you. But there was no ad at the beginning of the Monday show. It's Scientology, actually. It's uh, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, we try not to talk about it. We like to surprise people and sort of uh, ambush them in like uncomfortable personal situations. So we'll just make sure the doors are locked. So yeah, once harder they realize... for them to say no. Yeah. Because of the implication. But yeah, it's uh, Upworthy is no more. Which I, so, hmm, Upworthy, I did, I I listen to the show somewhat frequently, but it's also like, I am, the sin of Upworthy is sort of not finding the right audience for that show, because I'm not the audience for that show. I think that would do, I think the show would do very well, like, and I thought about this with Larry Miller too, like, there are certain podcasts where I'm like, oh, this should be on like, like a like a radio station at like five in the morning, oh. like after the infomercials, like before car talk or something like that. Like like dude, I listen to the on. I listen to the radio in the middle of the night. It's coast to coast, baby. Yeah, I mean post coast to coast, probably. Yeah, that's um, wake but up yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, some sometime where it's like maybe older people, maybe people who are just up kind of early, turning on the radio and hearing like friendly Ooh, people. I like chat that. I like yeah. that. That's smart. And I don't know that they that Upworthy really considered like who would be listening to their show or if they were just like, oh, a podcast sounds like a cool idea and we'll just do a bunch of episodes and see if it finds an audience. So I I don't know. Uh, it is um, perhaps uh, misapplied a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, What surprises me is the longevity of Upworthy compared to Childish. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that the people backing the two things are very 
different, <laughs> but it's surprising to me because I feel like Upworthy might would have, I, I don't know, but maybe you're right. Maybe it just didn't get the right. I just really have stopped listening to podcasts and there's plenty that I love that I've started. Like I fucking love the Doughboys. I started listening to a Gilmore, the Gilmore Girls podcast with What's His Fuck, but I just don't listen to podcasts anymore, which is so strange. I used to be addicted and I stopped listening. The episode, Rafi's first episode that you were on, literally talking about that I don't listen to music anymore. All I listened to is podcasts because I was such mm -hmm. an, an addict to it. But with having less time alone and having less time in the car and having just less, just alone time, because I don't, it's the way I listen is very specific. And so now it's just, and also I started craving listening to music again, which was like, felt so good to just listen to music, tapping into whatever emotions or whatever. But I haven't listened to a podcast where I kind of like get hooked into it, you know, or I just haven't found it. Or maybe it's just beyond me now. I don't know. You've evolved. You know what? It's, it's probably all the getting laid. It keeps it. Ah! It makes it harder to keep up with podcasts. You just feel like listening. Christ, you have no idea. I was like, oh, Lord, when it rains, it pours up in here. What? <laughs> Too much. That's the answer. Anyway, RIP to Upworthy, except it is now a Patreon show, which I'm unclear exactly. So it, it's not really going to be unworthy. It's going to be. Is it going to be Todd and Allison doing a different show? Or is it still unworthy? Upworthy. I'm never going to get that right. But. So they, because of Upworthy, they had to be like a little PG or PG-13 or whatever. Okay. Um, but they're going to, I think, just do a similar show, but be able to sort of say whatever they want. So it's, uh, I mean, honestly, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like a different version of Childish maybe, but I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, mm -hmm. We'll see how it goes. Well, and also because she has a hard time. <sighs> There's stories she says on childish and on ari ymbf where mm -hmm. it's like just i understand i don't know how i would be if i had two shows i might be like i'm gonna say the same fucking bullshit that we talked about for the first hour on this episode but i, I would hope she could differentiate but like i think now having a third like you said it could just be another version of childish where it's just like i'm gonna talk about the stuff in my life or whatever i just can't imagine i don't know paying for an episode yeah i don't that is to me not the kind of podcast I would pay for. Right. Just because it's like a, it's such a like oh fun daily news or weekly whatever talking about whatever yes. stories kind of thing as opposed to like, you know what I mean? It's it's a little I don't know I don't know. It's again I would not be the target market for it. Right. And and I'm not sure they've found the target market for it. So it would yeah I imagine just be mostly listeners of Allison's show already, unless they have like a secret in at Upworthy and they can keep all their listeners or something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't see. So when she texted uh, all the Patreon people about this, including me, because I'm not paying, but mm -hmm. I just sent her a text back, which not realizing Jackie did, does not want to do a podcast any, anymore or maybe mm -hmm. doesn't want to take a break. But I said, maybe it's time for a gal chat show where for me, if Allison's in control of it, it can go on as long as possible. So don't rely on any other, you know, people or whatever it's called. Companies? <laughs> yes, thank uh, you. Something like that. Networks. Entities. Uh, so yeah. if you're not worried about anybody else and you're just creating something you want, then you have more control over it. And I think she already has two podcasts with another guy. So like maybe having a gal chat, mm -hmm. you know, thing that she's wanting to talk about or she's talked about wanting to do 
And whether it's Jackie J or not, but tapping into that feminine energy because she taps into a lot of the masculine energy energy, which I can appreciate because I enjoy masculine energy, but you just talked about it a while ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been enjoying it a lot lately. Anyway. All right. So there's a few things. I mean, you took notes, I'm sure, that you wrote a novel, I'm guessing. Hmm, uh, less copious than usual because I usually okay. take a bunch of notes for the B okay. team, but a, a few notes about the, like the Monday show or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's talk about what you want to talk about because I didn't have like a ton to talk. I wrote notes. I don't know if it's all talkable stuff, but <laughs> everything is talkable if you talk I it. I guess. Mean, yeah, this is very true. We we see how this goes. Matt Lieb, I enjoyed him being on. I don't know if he had a grasp of reality. I don't even mm, know. How do you mean? Maybe a grasp of how much shit he got away with mm-hmm. <laughs> and didn't really. I, I, I wouldn't even say he's like being an asshole, Bob. He just seems kind of like, well, well, this is kind of what you do. And like it happens. I don't know. Maybe that's what I got from it because I was listening to it quickly. But I enjoyed him on and I enjoy people that are very open about their lives where they're like, I'm coming on a show. You asked me a question and I'm going to give you even more than you asked for. I do appreciate that. And I liked hearing about all of these things because it kind of was mind boggling. But also on the other side, he was kind of like, yeah, well, it just shit happened and I got saved or whatever. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> he he told stories that involve him being like very lucky in terms of the people who he had around him or yeah. just, you know, not going to prison for stealing drugs from work. Yes. Um, he, there are like so many ways in which he was like very very fortunate but like that the, you, it was kind of like yeah i was a heroin addict for a long time that's crazy and, and yeah. it's kind of like a you know not a lot of a lot of stories about the past but not, not necessarily the most reflective about you know what was going on but I, I don't know maybe i i would assume if i had to guess that he does have those kinds of thoughts, but those are more guarded mm, than mm. like the funny stories he can tell about like putting That's a turkey baster fair. up his butt with drugs in it. Butt chugging heroin? Yeah. Well, yeah. some sort of uh, opiate. opiate. Yeah. yeah, true. To be fair. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess if you're just tired of shooting it, I guess it seems like seems like you could just do it a different way. I don't I, know. I guess his whole thing was he did not want to swallow it. That yeah. was against, for some reason, you know, some people have different weird rules about their drug intake. Mm-hmm. His rule was he didn't want to have to swallow his fun, I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But so, and on the other side, he's like, let me find my parents' turkey baster. And what I'm assuming, because I don't really know much about drugs, is like, you have to like make it into a liquid form to make it go into a turkey baster to mm-hmm. then squeeze into your a-hole yeah yeah i mean i think that's the pretty that's pretty much the layout i think you got it about right (laughs) display out that's a whole new tier of the h club that i never would have even thought of so good for you i mean honestly not the worst way i guess i mean if you're gonna like people do take suppositories for medication so it makes sense. Again, not the most convenient way. You got other ways to do that, but right. something to keep in mind for your senior years when you decided to to you know go off when, the wagon with dope. Well, you, I mean, you know, I am when I you know you mean when yeah when I actually decide. Not that I haven't decided, 
the decision has been made, <laughs> but the timing is when I'm deciding is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trying to talk to that uh, with a, a date that's going, that's an NA was like, probably won't bring up my age club plans. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I mean, might yeah. Be a little bit off. The thing is, if they're like super into it, that might also be a problem. They're, if they're like, why wait? Like, I know a guy like, <laughs> you know, right in the oh, circle. You know what I mean? It's not, second. it's not good. Trice, you are a thinker, and this is what I love about you. Mm, I'm glad one of us enjoys it. <laughs> wow. But his friends are some dedicated fucking friends. Yeah. Wow. I I could say that I would do that for a friend, but I don't even know how where I would, would begin. I've always been such an enabler in my life with the people that I'm around and mostly with, like, you know, the husband. Uh, but well. <laughs> Or boyfriends previous to that it was just kind of like for me i was always like you're on your own i don't control you like you but i never there were never consequences but also because i'm like i'm not your fucking mom so i don't Mm -hmm. know be a good person or don't but i i might be here i won't i don't know yeah yeah it's it's he so one of the things he sounded like he had not just like a couple of friends that were willing to you know look out for him or whatever but like a, a real network of people who are like you know did a whole intervention for him and like, we're willing to go keep escalating things like to tell his parents because his parents didn't know. And right. Like not everyone has parents who would like even be willing to help you with yes. that much less, you know, actually and some people would be like, you're going to tell my parents. Okay. I don't fucking yeah. care. Like, but the fact that they knew that that would be the thing or somehow whatever it was, but that's some hard and fast friends. Yeah, it's it's they uh, they did him a solid. And I'm sure, as he was saying, they also have their own issues or whatever. But right. it's the the he uh, he rolled the dice a bunch of time. So one of the things speaking of uh, hanging out with Megan uh, in Reading, we hung out at a casino. I, I played some slots, slot machines. Uh, I did not win. <laughs> Lost was in the red. And oh. I, I, I think of this as like he he kept playing uh playing the slots he kept rolling the dice and he kept winning even though even though he you know obviously lost so much while he was like right. in the midst of his addiction but like the the he had such major wins just from people having certain kinds of people in his life and and being able to even when he wasn't looking out for himself having people who are willing to look out for him so yeah a, a very a very lucky guy yeah yeah that is an understatement that i don't know if he realizes but like you said maybe it's more fodder for a podcast to just be like oh i was into this stuff that's kind of crazy and whatever yeah so speaking of butt chugging thank you yes (laughs) and maybe certain porn that you're into Mm. let's talk about frottage and quicksand sure (laughs) have you heard about either of these things as pleasure (laughs) So I've heard the term. I thought it was a different thing, like Allison did. I've heard the term frottage. I thought it was like never heard. I never heard the word before in my life. I heard. Okay. And this might be apocryphal. I don't know. I heard in like the the furry community, this was oh. a thing of like literally like not full on dry humping, but like rubbing up against other people as a way of like oh, uh, not okay. not to, you know what I mean, just not yeah. fully doing stuff, but you know. Okay. You know. That's like a thing. hint of sex. Yeah. Not yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. But uh, not limited to the furry people. Uh we've all done some uh some stuff maybe leading yourself. up to some other sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will uh, you know what? <clears throat> it's lucky 
it's lucky you're probably doing the edit. I would play back some of the things you said during this <laughs> this exact episode. But yeah, I'm pretty sure you just called me slucky, but whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mm, uh, I could be wrong. No, it was uh, s- 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 what was the word? It was <laughs> slurt. I'm just gonna say weird words that weren't the word that sound <laughs> worse. Uh, Slurpy. <laughs> well, but no. So yeah, I have heard of that thing. I've I've, I've heard of the quicksand thing. Really? I didn't realize it was mostly like fully. I had imagined it was like naked people in quicksand or more directly porny. But it also makes sense to me that it's just strictly for the like the oh no, I'm in quicksand and I'm sinking. Help me think. It's not not my particular thing. But I also it's not it's not the what most is surprising. Yours? Well, let's is... next time you're here. I let's mm-hmm. let's look through your search history and your porn. Are you porn hub? Uh, you porn? What what what's uh, your go to? First of all, the amateurs. This is for rank amateurs, okay. which is the name of my website that School I school like. me then. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Well, before you asked which don't act confused and don't I, try and smoke screaming because throwing... I'm still gonna ask. You're throwing too many things at me. Oh, that's uh, well, what you're into? <laughs> but well, I don't know. Um oh. the before if we could do frotage in the quicksand, then we're talking. Mm, I I don't oh, I think so. This again. Oh, okay, okay. Now I remember what I was saying. So first of all, there is a Troy McClure monologue from The Simpsons. Troy McClure. I thought he disappeared after that scandal at the aquarium. Hey, I thought you said Troy McClure was dead. No. What I said was he sleeps with the fishes. You see... Uh, Tony, please, no. I just ate a whole plate of dingamagoo. Are you gay? Gay? I wish. If I were gay, there'd be no problem. No, what I have is a romantic abnormality. One so unbelievable that it must be hidden from the public at all costs. You see... Stop! And he starts talking about aquariums, and then he, like, sort of looks off to the side. He's like, you know, people wouldn't understand. And it's just like... It's it's a very funny joke, and I I always think oh I should I should memorize that for these kinds of occasions where people can when people ask me what I'm into so I can like vaguely allude to like being into fish or something like that, <laughs> but then not say anything. That's okay. Um, well, I'm sure we'll insert that here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as websites, you know, I, I'm on a like when you're not you haven't quit smoking, but you're like trying to cut back. Okay. I'm in, I'm in that place right now. Okay. Um. Okay. But, you okay. know. Also, I've been on the internet since I was like 11. So, you know, I've seen a lot of different websites. I, I, I honestly keep talking. If I can give, <clears throat> I, not that I'm giving anyone advice, but frankly, just Google is your friend. I, you know what I mean? If you have specific enough interests or, uh, you know, looking for a thing. So you're or, on the uh, methadone program for porn. Uh, sure. More like a dry January or something. I don't know. <sighs> a dry hump January? I mean, it's a, it's past. It's over now. So I oh. might have missed that window. But a dry uh, humphrey. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they're all dry. Is the problem? Um, Uh-oh. at least lately. Uh, uh Lisa, uh, yes, what, what what do you look at? You're asking me these questions. What, I haven't your, had uh... to look at porn for a while now, mm. which is like awesome. But also, they haven't had to. Yeah, there. I haven't thought about it. Okay. Typically, I never really did. That was not really my thing. I have good theater mm-hmm. of the mind. I, mm-hmm. I'll set the stage. I will uh, throw some music on, get the Vans box out. And, you know, there's like an amalgamation of like, what have you, person with a wiener. Mm-hmm. 
like sure. doing stuff <laughs> to pleasure That's me. How it goes, yeah. Yeah, you know, every woman's dream. But well, I mean, shout out to Megan and Jess. Yeah. So every so then I started kind of um I went through a phase of like really huh needing it more than once a day. <laughs> <laughs> So then the porn creeped in and I mm-hmm. have, and I've watched porn in, over in and out, you know, <laughs> over the <laughs> course <laughs> on and off. I believe uh, you mean. talk about some fun timing again, just perfect timing. <laughs> I don't know exactly where that ended, but uh, so on and off, I've my, uh, I wouldn't say my taste or interest evolve or devolve. They just change. They're mm. ever, they're ever changing. So sometimes it could be one thing, then it's another. And then it's, then it's some things where I'm like, oh, this is like a little more aggressive. I like this. And then it's like, then I pulled way back and it was like totally into something the opposite of aggressive. So it was like, mm. oh, I, it was, um, so it's just whatever is just piquing my interest at the time where I'm like, oh, I heard about this. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But I haven't really watched porn for, I don't even remember the last time I did. It was at least bef- a year or more. Yeah, actually, probably last, let's see, what's this year? 2023, 2022, probably 2021 was the last time I looked at porn. Wow, that's a, that's quite a streak. Yeah, because I was doing a lot of like. <laughs> uh, explain <laughs> what that means, please. <laughs> so I was sort of dated somebody. And I didn't really need anything else. So that was fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And now that there's, you know, in person, it's like, that's also better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, my desires and like wants to look at are have changed. They're always different. But my, so I'll go through like these different things, but the faces last for a while. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be my go-to thing that I'm going to watch and not necessarily stuff that I want in real life either, too, which is weird. But like, I like I think to watch that's it. Normal. Okay. I, I used to hear that on Love Line all the time. Like, okay, people, the things. Which, by the way, I, I do not uh, have not re-listened to that show. I, as I understand, there's some very problematic things from oh. if you listen to a radio show from you know 1998. They don't have yeah. the most up to date opinions on things. But I do remember people saying that it's common for people to look at things that. They don't necessarily want to actually do in real life, but they're, you know, looking at them is different, which makes sense, which, yeah, I could definitely say without getting too specific, I can understand that point of view. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm? (laughs) Uh, yeah, So... If I can save you. (laughs) Thank you. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Uh, No, just because the quicksand... Porn. Oh, we're still talking about porn. The quicksand porn yeah, thing reminded obviously. me of uh, again, the Chinese food buffet. No, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, is I'm that sure your search results? There's some video. I'm sure. There's... Protage at the Chinese food. Oh, quicksand I mean, buffet. I mean, Google. Any. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> you are probably not very far from some things. No, some no, real probably things that exist. not. I I imagine not. Oh yeah. So there's this other other uh, category of video of a. Uh, hmm of a um independent documentary as someone jokes um that you can find on the internet uh, okay. where it is people pretending to be stuck in things which this, uh, this is not 
okay. I have not personally looked these up, but I see them. I have perhaps hypothetically seen them in ads if I were to be on these websites oh. looking at videos. Um, so like, the fact they're even being shown these leads me to believe there's something si- similar that would lead you because I've never not seen that. Quite. First okay, of all, okay. uh, you may not. Now, be. I'm not king shame. Oh, okay. I'm not uh, king shaming. I'm just trying to pry. <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh deliberately like like an obstacle course, like weaving and turning corners around the things that I'm into. Except so for as not I'm to like tell on myself too much. Except for I'm like on a platform above watching the entire thing. I'm like, I see what you're doing. Mm. I see what you're trying to escape and I see your path. <laughs> you don't see what I'm not doing. Um, oh, okay. But no, so there's this video of like a woman like on all fours, like in a laundry dryer and being like, oh my gosh, what I'm stuck. Fuck or like under the bed. What are you watching? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> or under a bed, be like, oh no, I'm stuck. And then her boyfriend is like, ooh, you stuck. And then, you know, stuff happens to her from oh. a compromised position, which is, oh. uh, again, okay. not my thing. I think, I suspect honestly interesting people are like so creative with being kinky and getting fucked that's crazy (laughs) every time i hear something new i'm like jesus christ we're all horny except and and weird like we don't just want to know normal it's true yeah i've had some weird stuff in the past couple it's been a while but i had some weird stuff where i was like okay you're into this i'm well i'll go with it but it was like oh all right I bet we'll you there's this. like a some oil painting from like 1612 of some lady in like a, like a laundry basket or something. Like, I bet there's something very similar to something you would find on a website, but just, you know, uh, well, from olden times. I, mean, I, I think it's one of those research on that because I would love to see <laughs> nothing new under the sun type of situations. Like anything goes. Yeah. And you know what? But huh, huh. to get behind, if I was starting to date someone new and they're like, because with these new ventures that I've been on, they're like introducing me to like what they're into. And I'm like, okay, for me, I'm like all about like, I'll try anything once and like, I'll have fun with whatever. And like, especially if it's going to be pleasuring someone, like I will do that. But it's also been eye opening where I'm like, Oh, okay. You like that? Cool. Like I'm into it. Let's do that. But like, if I had to get into a dryer, <laughs> I'd be stuck. <laughs> I would be like really needing to rethink my life. <laughs> Also, like ergonomics become an, an issue at that point. Like, is that, that comfortable? Too, Are you gonna like? Is that gonna hurt your lower back? You know I what know I mean. There's like very for unsexy sure things. My knees would be hurting, and yeah, like my your elbows arm, are like banging up against the metal fins in the dryer. Still not working since November twenty third. Yeah. Like, I mean, after that dryer thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was stuck in the quicksand for I don't know how fucking long. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to get a boner and come get me out. <laughs> Lost circulation in your arm. Because everybody, all the passersby was like, yeah, it must suck to be you. <laughs> I said, wait for some horny dude to walk by that also liked quicksand and uh, me. That would um, be a funny video of like someone yes. stuck in quicksand, but no one's like coming. It's to like help. a real Benny Hill moment. <laughs> I'm just by myself. Like anybody? Yeah. Any. Like, oh my God. I'm s- stuck in this sexy quicksand. And someone <laughs> just walks by like, get a job. And just keeps walking. Get a job, sir. What are you doing with your life, you dumb cunt? <laughs> okay. Because that's how people talk to me. JK. Mm, that's how Lisa talks to you. Oh, Boom. shit. Boom. <laughs> Damn it. You got me there. Mm-hmm. We could talk about fucked up ways to die. Speaking but I... of dicks. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jason Dix, who is he not in 
Fresno or some area. He's in Visalia, right? He's Visalia. Well, actually, I don't think he's there anymore. I think he might be in Porterville or uh, the like. Somewhere in the middle north. Okay. Shout out to, to friend of the show, Jason Dix. Maybe one of the original friends of the show, in fact. Not maybe. He is. But also, mm. I have never fucking met him yet. People, Jason Dix, if you're listening, people need to meet you. Yeah. And every group recording I sent out an invite, I sent an invite to Megan's wedding, even though she might have sent him one. Mm-hmm. Jason Dix, we need to meet you and, you know, venture south. I think he got married again or something. Oh. I We talked a little bit, but yeah. J-Day. J-Day. Anywho, you have anything else from Monday before we uh, scooch along? Talked about watching terrible internet violence videos mm-hmm. on the internet which i mostly avoided very intentionally those were definitely you, around. so i definitely had like a phase me and a group of friends def because i was mostly friends with dudes where it was like we're gonna watch faces of death like and go rent yeah. it from whatever fucking video store and i still i i don't remember most of them but i still have like a vivid memory of one guy's face being shot off and of course lil rafi being the cynic that he is would be like this is all fake um but i remember we were all <laughs> we were eating taco bell <laughs> and my friend was like that just looked like a, <laughs> this quesadilla i'm eating like his face <laughs> and i'm like every single time we if i hear of quesadillas from taco Bell, i'm like mm, faces of death yeah i'm sure i'm sure the taco <laughs> bell corporation is very happy about oh association. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they lost one per- well i still order it actually it's like the shittiest quesadilla on earth but also not a great visual or visual yeah they're they're definitely in the internet so it's there was such a period of like unsupervised yes. internet activity. Like in yeah. the, so I was online like fairly early. And by the like way, for me, the, it was all pre. Yeah. Internet. Like people were actually sending away for like tapes of faces. Yeah. Of death, by the way. Also, a lot of that stuff is fake. It, but it's funny because some of it got more real later on because faces of death and those videos were so popular. They started finding like more real videos of people getting oh. killed and like getting hit by trains or whatever. Like, so it was a whole industry of people speaking of nothing new, like even before the internet, people were actively seeking that out. I definitely remember like, um, like TV ads, like the, not like, not the infomercial, but like the very short, like late night commercial of like send away for 1999 shipping and handling, you know, yeah. Dorf on golf style, but for like people getting hit by, you know, run over by a train is the one I remember. But oh my sort God, of, if um, you could have Dorf getting hit by a train. <laughs> faces of Dorf. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's always been a thing, which is, I mean, I know we just talked about, you know, internet pornography or whatever, but those two, uh, there's a difference between that kind of like uh, potentially illicit material and then like people actually being harmed in a, yeah. in a, you know, pretty clear and obvious and uh, violent way, unless that's what you look at in when you're in your porn or whatever, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and that would be problematic, but I, when he first was talking about, you know, f- watching weird fucked up ways to die, the first thing I thought of, which because I I forgot about Faces of Death because that was so long ago, but I was thinking of A Thousand Ways to Die, that show. Do you remember that show? I don't. It was like a reenactment of like fucked up ways people have died. Oh, cool. And my friend was in an episode and it was like somebody, 
I for, I think he like he was fighting someone that turned out to be is that what the word is anymore? Uh, no, but okay. in the '90s it probably was. Yeah, I I'm sure they may have said episode, but I'm sure they did. They were he like wanted to fight this. Uh, I forgot the whole thing, but like he got punched in the face and like died or something, and like the end was like lights out loser, and you just see oh, his whoa. face, and so to this day I'll be like lights out loser. <laughs> It's like, cause we all like circled around watching his episode that he was, <laughs> I think he was like trying to like hit on some chick and it turned out to be like the box. Oh, I see. It was yeah. something like that where it's just like, okay. Anyway, great, great show. But it was a lot of things where you're like, oh shit, I could like easily die for some stupid fucking reason. Like there was one person that like their underwear cut off their, like their main artery or whatever oh. the thing is. Like they were at some club and like that. Like just random weird ways to die. So that's what I was thinking of, but I did forget about Faces of Death and that whole culture for like a minute. Yeah. There was like a time where like that was something everybody was watching. Yeah. And I say like, oh, I didn't watch that stuff. That's weird. But also I've seen a hundred episodes of Forensic Files with you know, <laughs> people talking about actual literal murder investigations. So, right. Yeah. You know, it, I would say it's different. It's a little less looky Lewish, maybe but it's also right. you know fairly closely related they're cousins if they're not siblings once removed yeah mm-hmm. i'll take it anything else for monday oh huh Lay it so, on me. I, f- I feel like we've talked enough about sex on this episode i don't feel Never. we don't need to continue with horny talk but yeah the allison talking about and this is not necessarily sexual but the the kid moment of her being like wrapped in a blanket with people like sitting on top of her or whatever and feeling like a weird positive feeling about that so when she was saying that it's funny because like first of all i have had those moments of like a person put like groups of friends are all together it's like summer party and like a blanket is thrown over and i get like anxiety and claustrophobia because i'm like Mm -hmm. i can't breathe and like so so at first i was going in that direction but then when she said that i like immediately connected to having something similar like that where like i it felt safe and there was some sort of like laying on top of me and there was some sort of like a sexual charge i definitely have had that experience exactly Mm -hmm. yeah i have not had that exactly but i it was i knew what she was talking about it made sense at least it wasn't like that's very weird to me that was like oh okay I haven't had well, that thing. Also, that because kind of I was sense. so like sexually charged by like age five that there's going to be rough house stuff where like it could happen. <laughs> where you're like, oh, this is pleasurable, but I don't understand why. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just don't want to. I don't want to talk more uh, about a five year old's uh, sexual. Well, I don't want to make you talk about anything you might not feel comfortable talking oh, about. Oh, uh-huh. well, have you met me? <laughs> well, anything you might not feel comfortable talking about later anything uh, anything sober lisa might not feel comfortable talking about i've i'm okay so okay maybe i've almost finished this bottle fullnished <laughs> i rest my case your honor your honor i rest my case Damn it! all right thursday then <laughs> sure before we talk about thursday the group recording at my house march 31st, April 1st, April 2nd, most likely April 1st, April Fool's Day, we will be recording at my house. So that's the hot date to Sharpie into your calendar. The rest of it can be, what do they call it? Gravy or whatever. Anyway, 
my yes. house gravy <laughs> and the hot takes no i don't know what i'm saying anymore god what now i'm gonna go off the rails like what the hell is happening anyway group recording trice are you gonna be here for that good question uh i think so i cannot commit fully but okay. it seems it seems likely i would give it 75 percent as of right now okay i can imagine that would be true paul had said because i had kind of picked that date a while back when I, oh, when I was asking him about coming out for Tam O'Shanter, which I figured he wouldn't, but I'm like, that's probably the weekend we'll pick, but I wasn't able to actually say it until Rafi said it um, was good for him. So hopefully he will be here. Lauren, Rafi, Paul, Trice, Z Mary Jane, Ray Morgan, Superfan Megan, Joanna, Jess, hopefully, Bean, hopefully, maybe their other dog that I forgot their name. Sorry, I'm a horrible person. Mouse is the mouse. Answer. Thank you. Mouse and bean. Anybody that's local, if people want to come down, like uh, Demian keeps saying he's going to Jason Dix, get your fucking ass over here. Scotty Scott. How could I forget you? And if anybody wants to take the train, like uh, James Leroy Wilson did from Indiana. You know what? I almost took the train last time for Tam O'Shanter. But really? Scheduling things got in the way because I had oh. to be back by a certain time. But it was a I I. I, you know, I thought about actually like next weekend just going to like, you know, Oregon or something randomly just to take an Amtrak trip because I've oh never taken one. God, um, I want to do that so badly, but I do know that it adds like two extra days to a trip. It really does. It's like at yeah, least like minimum eight or 18 hours, depending on where you're. Yeah. Going. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I know my friends when she's been coming out here from New Mexico and she's like, all right, well, I'll be there like whatever day. And then she texts me, oh, I'm leaving. And I'm like, but you're not going to be here until like tomorrow evening. She's like, yeah. Like, already then it's like a whole production just to take the train. Although I feel like for me, like if I had the time, the train is fun. Like it I can seems make super cool is to be yeah. able to actually relax and like, yeah, to not relax, have to hustle through an airport drink, and, yeah. eat and just kick your like feet up, read a the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be super fun if I had the time anyway. Uh, join us everybody because you should. Oh, Dr. Jen, I didn't fucking mention you seriously. Ugh. She goes without saying. I, I know you said that on the last episode, I believe, but she goes with saying, let's just no, say it. Never oh, speak her name again. <laughs> but anybody else that never comes out here, did I already mention Z Mary Jane? She comes out all the time. Oh, Dr. Uh, Angela, we oh, need yeah, you here, obviously. But there's other people in LA. Oh, Sarah Ellis. I'm going to send something out to her because she needs to be here. So many people, because we've got some local people, even like Vince Vicari. He sent me something he does like a bowling thing on tuesdays in la i'm like all right i need to send something up to him every just everybody that i know is local but or sure. not come well, out you're not local and you come on out so well let's i'm do it. very cool and special um well i mean that fair enough yeah uh there's this weird knife guy uh you could send no! him a message i know i want to live in the pacific northwest but i actually want to live there not die by knife mm -hmm. by fucking weirdo What's sad? I I had this recently with someone who's part of like a like a, a positive organization that helps people, and they turned out to NRA. Be like, uh, no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but they like a uh, someone in the organization was accused of like you know sexual harassment or something like mm. that, and kind of got kicked out of the group. But like I had met this person one time, and I got a bad vibe off of them, and I was so happy to hear that they like were accused of something and kicked out because like, <laughs> I knew it. I was fucking right. I knew it. Uh -huh. Fucking suck. And this is uh, this is how I feel about Knife Guy because like literally from the first post, yes, yeah, of his yeah, on Facebook yeah, that yeah, I noticed, yeah, I was like, I don't uh -huh. know about this dude. And, and, but, I, you know and what? BD Dubs, uh, right. like 
uh, Jen Stark went up to meet him, and I almost did too. And I think Becky almost did, but didn't. Mm. Because sometimes people can come off weird online. Sure. And with Allison people, I feel like there's some awkwardness. But also once we meet in person, it's like, okay, we're all similar in a way where it's like, it just comes off as weird. So I think there was more leeway there. But the more we get to know him, it was like, okay, dude. And the fact that he's sending weirdo shit to Allison and Daniel, it's like, all right, it's not just us. Yeah, not not just uh, always happy to be vindicated, but also yes. not just us. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so you'll be here. Just kidding. I'm penciling you in. Uh, pencil, not pen. Yeah. Uh, dry erase me in. I'll just pencil because dry erase, I feel like it's a whole other level. Because yeah. I feel like it's still there. There's still evidence of it. Yeah. You got to yeah. windex it, I guess. I don't know. I, I... Windex it? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it for the win. Uh, This is also Mm. like a generational thing. Because when I was Mm. a kid Mm. in school, like elementary school, middle school, at least, I'm going to say, yeah, most, yeah, including high school, I think. It was all chalkboards. And I think, yeah, I'm sure there's kids who have literally never seen a chalkboard who only have whiteboards or even. And I never went to school where there was whiteboards. But yeah, my kids, every single class has been a whiteboard that I can remember. I'm pretty sure. So living through that with them where I'm like, it's a completely different classroom. And even now, like I, so I work at a school now and I'll be in a classroom and I'm just like, this is just so, I guess I'm used to it now. Like, but I grew up with only chalkboards my entire life. Yeah. It's, it, it's a small change. I mean, it's mostly the same thing, but it feels weird. It's like if everyone, it's like if you were from, Growing up in the 90s when everyone had like a wood TV or like a wood pattern on the plastic TV. And then everything is like either shiny and silver or like black and plastic. It would be like a weird like it's it's a very it 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 feels weird. It's a small difference, but feels weird. Yeah. And now I can't even remember chalkboards to like I don't think about it because whiteboards are such a part of what i see and in the past i don't know since my kids have been in kindergarten so Mm -hmm. so i know you have to leave soon should we try and do thursday at some point with the magic of a few nights sleep and turning off our recording devices, we took a little break and now we're back to do Thursday. And these are all things that we don't need to tell anybody, right, Trace? No, I mean, <laughs> it's, I respect your commitment to honesty and transparency. Yes. Well, a couple yeah. of things. A few sleuths might be like, oh, especially if I mentioned like, oh, because it was Friday we recorded and now it's Sunday. If I say, oh, since the last time we talked, this and this happened, not that we're going to be catching up anymore because we've heard enough in this episode, but they might hear birds chirping, which would be different. Uh, They might hear airplanes, which would be different than Friday. And I know pretty much one person would hear it. It'd be Dr. Jen. She'd be like, what exactly is going on here, guys? I want a full disclosure on like when you're recording and if it's a separate recording or not. (laughs) I, uh, you know what? I'll take your word for it. I don't imagine (laughs) she would interrogate you about the time of day. We recorded, but uh, sure. I'm just kidding. Okay. Anybody. I was just picking her as someone that really listens carefully. Yeah. Well, she's got ear, and listens at all ear stuff. You know, that is true. Yeah. That audiologist uh, ear. Oh, <laughs> all right. 
Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes, let's do okay, that. Okay, please do. We were her little French toast souffles sent in by Travis Langness on Patreon. I first thing I thought of was like, shit, the next group recording I'm going to have to make this, but a souffle isn't this problems? This is it's, it seems very threes company to me. Oh like, my I, god, it's exactly. I was like, nobody can like make a noise, exactly. no slamming of doors. I, I only jo- think of <laughs> souffles as a TV thing, so I've, I I yeah. only do two. And threes company was like the first. I just picture like Jack like tiptoeing around his souffle, yeah. and that's a that's a euphemism because also he's got something in the oven. Mm. Have you seen those outtakes where he like jumped over the couch and had like full ween? Oh, no, no, I have not. <laughs> okay, cool. You're missing out. I think I'm fine. Like on some episodes where he's wearing like just a bathrobe. Oh, little did they uh, know in the future that we could like pause TV or do any kind of things like that. But um, yeah, I, I mean, definitely saw some bounceage. That's a little too uh, too uh, too much Ritter. Too much cinema verite. Like you could wear something mm. underneath the bathrobe if you're just filming a TV. You don't have to actually have like Ween available. So you don't have to actually be a pervert. <laughs> I mean, I guess I was. I want to say, well, it was the seventies, but I, I might have been the eighties by the time. They I were mean, there were that. two girls there. I mean, that's the whole premise, right? Yeah, I mean, it's more of a sexual harass. Like that's not the mm. real thing going on. I don't know. I don't. But right. no, this is this uh, is new. Rewatch with a different eye next time. Uh, looking for <laughs> dong eye. What? Which? What, what do you? What do you mean? Keen eye. Okay. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> Mike Hanford, Tim Kalpakis, Jeff Dutton, and Tony were on part of the Sloppy Boys. Allison mentioned that they sounded similar. And so I have listened to the Sloppy Boys. I was actually really into it for a, a bit and actually made me want to do a cocktail hour podcast because there were so many things about it that I was like, oh, this is cool. But ugh, if they would change this or that, plus it would be fun. But Mike thing about it was like every they all sound so similar and uh, not that i guess it really matters but you when you're trying to get a voice to people it kind of is i don't know what yeah sorry, it's, it's it also kind of, yeah it's more uh you, you you're a little more invested in the show if you know who is who as opposed to like Same, random thank you. person a who might also be random person b right thank you um did you have general thoughts of this episode or any notes that you would like to bring up yeah i so i like i I'm not a listener of the Sloppy Boys. Uh, shout out to LK. I think she has some some Sloppy Boys experience. I'm if I remember <laughs> right, but well, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, from the I, footage I've seen. Yes, oh boy. I mean, sorry, gla- Rafi. Glass JK. houses over here. I don't know I if know. you want to be. We had oh a whole God. conversation you, before you, we started recording. I don't know. Did you hear all the shattering behind me? <laughs> uh anyway yeah so i thought they were really funny though on the show um yeah. and i thought allison was like rolling with them pretty well and i thought she was funny i thought it was a, it was a good episode all around i had a, i was left with a positive impression of the sloppy boys that i don't remember having before i can agree with that and i do like the dynamic when they're with tony because he joins in a little bit more and allison definitely she she definitely wears different hats depending on who she has on and i felt like she loosens up in a different way and the male energy is fun with her and you know it's fun with her and other groups too but yeah i think she had a lot of fun with it too she seemed like she was yeah um it definitely seemed a little bit more um she she seemed a little bit more on her game than i've heard her recently like she she was uh Mm, contributing and like actually cracking jokes in a way that's like uh i don't know maybe I think a lot of it has to do with people being in person now as opposed to remote. Oh, maybe. fair, fair. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah uh, have you ever been carpe diem'd? <laughs> I mean, I I guess so. I I did like that expression. I thought that was, was actually very good. Someone that that should be a thing. People should know that, about carpe diem. That really needs to be a thing. Whether it's a podcast called Carpe Diem'd, where you're reading like crazy DMs or like something, just it's good. Yeah, Hold or on. just an expression for uh, you know sliding into someone's DMs. Mm, because you know i always use slide into my bms but carpe yes. dm is even better yeah uh, no it's yeah. not better it's lateral I but mean, quite I, quite good i'd say it's probably better <laughs> but yeah I've, for whom <laughs> well it's true i'm glad you enjoy carpe bm enough for all parties involved <laughs> carpe bm <sighs> oh my god my notes just closed on me and good <laughs> it's, it's like the show's done it really is a sign sorry excuse the noise yeah and there was a whole like chat about you know expressions and slang and stuff allison is a uh, a real gen xer and not in a good way she's yeah, real and, uh, uh kids these days and their their hippity hop language in a yes. way that's like a, all right allison come down let's, let's uh, yes didn't and know she I was leans to conservative in... talk radio right yes now. She leans into it too. And being a Gen Xer myself, I don't feel like I do that because I'm just like, I don't really give a shit. Like, I don't, but have you heard it? What is your least favorite term that maybe you had used or people to, used in general or uh, in regular life that you hate now or just terms you hate? Um, or mean, have you heard of jammy, by the way? Because I have not. As in like the egg? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I've definitely heard people talk about eggs of like that consistency or whatever, but it's a, it's, Gross. I'm not like at restaurants. Like I don't, maybe these people are too fancy. They're at like posh spots where you, well, it is LA eggs. Yeah. And it's not even that it's posh spots. It's just that it's LA. I think it's LA isms where mm -hmm. even when they're like, Oh, we, we hate it when they call a smash burger or something else. I'm like, I hate something called a smash burger. BT yeah. dubs like no uh-uh i don't like these little words and i've never heard the what else was she saying i don't remember oh, but there spinning were blue marble which is that <laughs> one was funny and the almighty dollar and the sort of um more cliche things that i think are uh a little less poppy but like more like the hey man dude like uh, yes. in the night, like, yes. hey man it's all about the almighty dollar man but where are we hanging that we're hearing this still ever uh, I guess Instagram, LA. maybe, because oh, like, they talked about uh, this beautiful human being, one of the sloppy boys, guys, and I've definitely oh, seen that as like a caption. Yes. But also, that's like uh, people being sincere and like gender inclusive or whatever, talking about yes. how much they love their friend or their friends or whatever, referring to a group of people. So I don't know. It's It doesn't bother me. It doesn't that bother me. That doesn't bother me, especially if someone says this beautiful human, because even though I don't, I didn't think of it as like trying to be gender neutral i was thinking of it as being just like you're a specimen of a human like that is yeah like you're actually human because most people are garbage people so to me I, yeah that wouldn't bother me at all but the the words on a menu and the shit phrases it's like ugh. no i'm i'm over i think also maybe people just say things to fill air you know what i mean and i've oh, been sure. guilty of this not just on the show <laughs> but where you're just sitting there like, oh, my God, I just used like a stupid phrase or term as small talk because I'm like, this is some quietness in this room and I'm going to fill it with something more um, embarrassing <laughs> or uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, there's also a uh, uh, chronological thing like 
they mentioned like some little kid saying like let's go or you know that mm. was a and i had never heard that either yeah but that was like a thing like 10 years ago like if mm. like uh like specifically in video game circles i remember like people oh, when okay. twitch That's why first started to get big it. and people were okay. like actually competing against each other on video and people would get very excited and you know let's fucking go became a thing as like a like a celebration thing of after mm. a win or something like that okay but uh, there's a lot of stuff people, and this is a this is a black chat for a minute. There's a lot of things people complain about, like oh, the kids these days are saying blah blah blah. But like that was black people slang from like 15 years ago that people are just that is now on TikTok. So people think of it as like the the young the thing that teenagers are saying. But like uh, when you talk about okay. how stupid that is, I just hear you like being weird and like low key Gen X racist. Uh, you know what I mean? Like like it uh. uh the way people used to make fun of rap music, like uh, oh hippity hoppity blah blah blah, and right. like I don't I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. I don't. I, speaking of things I don't like, people using the word woke in like a weird ironic mm. way or complaining mm-hmm. about wokeness. Mm. I'm like, yes, this fucking I hear t- that. Way Tucker too Carlson often. over here, fucking Orange County over here. I don't know what's yes. going on. Mm-hmm. Well, that has been Black Chat with Trice. Thank you. <laughs> or was it Black Gripe? What did you say? Yeah, Black Chat. Okay, cool. Blackity black? Nope. Mm, strike <laughs> nope, two. Actually. No. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to something really white. Best drinking water. Why is that white? I'm t- I'm gonna erase uh, that out I of mean, my life. Let's just erase that out of white. I don't know that it's wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> because who even? First of all, who even talks about this? But we are going to now. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I don't even know where to go with this because I actually don't. I don't drink water out of bottles. But the pet plastic tr- talk to the dog condoms talk, um, I feel like I've heard dog, co- dog condom talk either on Allison's show previously or a Sloppy Boys or a Doughboys. I feel like this is in that realm. One of those is probably correct. I don't remember <laughs> offhand a dog condom talk, but also would not be surprised if it has come up before on Allison's show. Yeah, I... I'm, it just like clicked with me right now because I actually didn't think about that before. But anyway, do you have a best drinking water, a favorite? Do you have dog condoms? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'll get to that question. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, the I no no. I I mean, I enjoy. Uh, I so rarely get bottled water. Yeah, and if I do, I get it's it like a because free my thing kids at drink a place. it. But yeah, yes. But and I opposite of Allison, I love water. I drink a lot of it and I not just crave it, but like I love water. So it's but as far as favorite drinking water, I remember uh, because Avion was such a like, oh, this is like the rich people drink. Mm -hmm. I remember trying it for the first time and I'm like, this tastes like shit. It tasted like uh, like chlorine or like something where I was like, nope. And then I and then watching reality bites when she's dying laughing about it being naive spelled backwards. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I haven't had Avion in a while, but that's my memory of it too. That it it tastes not uh, tasty. Yeah, yeah. Which I've definitely had like uh, the Refreshe and the Dasani and the whatever. It's they're they're all fine. I remember Crystal Geyser being a little off, and maybe Arrowhead, but I don't know. I I guess apparently I do have thoughts, but I don't. The most recent one I had, I think, is. Was it, uh, what's the fucking weirdly looks like a tattoo one, like death 
something. Oh, the Blackwater or like um... the <laughs> Blackwater. Sorry, uh, BLK. Isn't there a Blackwater? There is something like that, but no. There's one called like not Death Wish, but something. Yes, Death Wish. I know what you're saying. I just yeah. saw that the other day. Where the hell did I just have that or something? I think they had it at a bar or something. And I had it. And I was like, huh. Yeah, I uh. had it. It was pretty good. I think part of it was because it was in an aluminum can, which keeps that it cold. really changes everything. Yeah. And I think a tall skinny can is better than a short squatty can mm. <laughs> for chill wise and uh, otherwise. So anyway, <laughs> that's been best drinking water. That's been white chat <laughs> <laughs> with Lisa. Although just it was funny, like just growing up in the 90s, the difference between then and now where like the idea of someone paying for bottled water was like, yes, oh, look it at was this hilarious. lunatic. Yes. Like I, I'm sure Saturday Night Live, many skits, def- definitely like stand up comedians. It was like, oh, OK, you're going to carry around your water and you're paying for it. Yeah. yeah. And now look at it. Look at us now. Yep. They won. Trashing the up the won. oceans yep. and the and the dumps you're welcome world so this is a good uh, question for you because after we were recording on friday you did this and this is something that allison finally just did in 2023 three years later she went to see some live music yeah um is this the first time for you on friday or have oh, you been definitely not venturing no. okay i've been yeah i mean in the last i don't know year or so i've gone to see a bunch of and a bunch of bands. I've been to maybe half a dozen shows or something like that. Eh, maybe maybe a little bit more. But yeah, it's one of the things I wanted to do with um, COVID being less of a thing. And I understand yeah. it's still out there and mutating and, uh, do, you know, doing the Lord's work. But um, being, Hi, man. being less of a thing is I wanted to you know go out and see shows more and a bunch of people, you know, because yes. bands weren't making money for two years. A bunch of people went out on tour. So I was able to see a bunch of stuff. Both, you know, traveling acts that are sort of a little bit bigger and also the occasional local show or whatever you get you get dragged to because a friend is going or something like that. Mm So, yeah, it's been nice. It's been very cool to see live music. Same. I've only gone to one big show, but probably bi-weekly I'm going out to see a friend's band play or like a friend's dragging me somewhere. And it's like, I love it. Like you're going out, you're being social. And I feel like I, I don't know how I feel about COVID now. Maybe it is. I feel like it's just like. A flu now because it's not killing people and maybe the variants are not maybe i'm stupid but um i've been enjoying myself <laughs> nonetheless yeah and i'm glad allison finally went to go see tony play That's, and he got yeah, right yeah it's wild that she has not seen him that is here true. Too that's he's that been on the true. show like three years at least like yep that's that's wild it is super wild, and I just had a thought, like, why hasn't his band been on the show as far as playing slash recording, also Angora's, um, but she got to see uh, Don't Stop Where I Will Die, and I think it was called Upland. I can't remember the name of the other band, but I got to see both of them with Megan not that long ago, and they were both very enjoyable. Like, I was, like, not expecting anything except for, cool, we're going to go run into tony and like see two bands and paul rest like i was excited about that and they were both very good and the the upland or whatever the band's called totally memorable um is a female lead and they were awesome i was like this is so good yeah allison if you're listening which you should not be i will whenever i say allison if you're listening it's meant uh not seriously but i will throw in you should not be if you are listening yeah um but yeah you've been missing out lady get on it (laughs) <laughs> on so many things. Mm-hmm. 
so they talked about uh, Tam O'Shanter, they talked about Solving, and they talked about the Madonna Inn. So I've, obviously we yearly go to Tam O'Shanter now, mm -hmm. thanks to being fanatics. And Solving, I've been to often, of course, as a child and taking my kids there. One place I've never been is the Madonna Inn, which is shocking to me because it's completely kitschy and campy and like my kind of place. It does seem like you might enjoy a, a Madonna Inn, yeah. Yes, like even like they have their own goblets that they make and they're all different colors. And I want to have a collection of these things. Um, I was supposed to go at the beginning of January, but that that fell through. My friend took his girlfriend there, and he was like, I was impressed with how well maintained it was. He expected much more cheese factor. And he said it was like quite nice. The staff was awesome. Totally took care of them. Um, but it still had the cheese factor, but in a clean way. That's the best version of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and he said the food was surprisingly super good, yeah. but um, just all around great. So if I, if anybody's listening, that's going to be taking me out on a date <laughs> <laughs> and you'd like to take me somewhere I've always wanted to go. That's where it is. <laughs> Our own super fan, Megan. Uh, I believe her mm -hmm. part of her honeymoon was at the Madonna Inn. Oh, call in. Yeah, share Megan. share some deets on the show. Yes. Also, the fact that one of the guys, insert white guy here, was talking about how he loves old hotels. So he was familiar with the exact one with the champagne glass uh, spa bathtub or whatever it was, which I definitely would love to try this too. But can you imagine like a... Let's say, let's say a sober Lisa climbing let's up into yeah, <laughs> in an alternate universe, yeah, bizarre world, climbing up into a champagne glass situation with all my uh, clumsiness, it, <laughs> and it then seems and like then a just add champagne for disaster, yeah, yeah, that is actually my memoirs title. We finally <laughs> nailed it down. <laughs> sure, he's wearing an apron or something. Recipe for disaster. Oh, just an apron? Okay. Oh, I I mean, I don't know what kind of book. I thought this was a, a classy oh. operation here. Really? No, I didn't. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? It's so I stayed uh, for like a birthday present. I went to San Francisco, not this most recent November, I think, but the one before. And I stayed at this uh, this little uh, boutique, I guess, hotel you would call mm -hmm. it, like a little indie hotel um, called, uh, oh, the Queen Anne. And basically, one of the reasons mm. I stayed there is to have like a, a little piano in the lobby that you can mess around on. Uh, so I wanted to play that, which seemed fun. Um, but it's just like Aww, it was very like a uh, super old fashioned. It seemed like like a lot of wallpaper, a lot of like mm. weird old furniture. There was like a chandelier in the elevator. Um, it's okay, very, I would like, like this place. I would like there's this a, place. a high amount of. I don't want to call it kitsch, but kind of kitschy. There's, you know, there's gold wallpaper in my room mm. and there was, you know, the elevator. It sounds like kind of quirky. Like I like, yeah, I like that kind like, of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Kind of grandma vibes, but like uh, still oh, fun. Perfect for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like the haunted mansion with like, up, like maybe an upgrade. Yeah. Not, not creepy at all. Very well maintained, but also mm. like this feels like where someone from Mad Men would take their girlfriend to have an affair or something like it okay I, I, I was in, i was about to say i'm in before you even said the affair so <laughs> that's check check so speaking of weird hotels tonight i'm going joanna and i she invited me to go to the soft opening of the rich the richland inn which is in downtown orange it used to be like an original hotel here like in the late 1800s early 1900s i'm, I'm gonna have to like 
get the history on it but for all as far as i know it's been a mortuary there was um like a facade around this old hotel building that for for however long and i didn't realize it until i went to a, a funeral there and i walked in i'm like there's a front porch like inside like you go through the glass doors and then there's like a front porch like stairs that go up into a house i'm like this is very weird mm. so anyways they took out the facade and they restored it and it's going to be an in restaurant situation so i'm super excited to go check that out and hopefully it's haunted so you know typically i would ask rafi this but i'm asking you this now what's the most expired food in your kitchen or that you've eaten Ooh, i mean ooh, ooh. or found in another kitchen Yikes. I definitely have some spices that I don't know if they're even, they might just be chalk at this point. Um, Cause I haven't used them in years and like, you know, you bought something and then you bought a second one of it, you know, and it, the, the, the old one has just been sort of sitting there doing nothing. So I think the oldest thing has got to be some sort of spice. Mm, um, yeah. I do have a, they talked about a condiment creep in the refrigerator <laughs> where you eventually just end up with a bunch of like, sauces and mustards and everything and yes yeah yes um boo, boo, boo. nothing nothing agreed i don't have like a two-year-old head of lettuce or anything like that <laughs> um yeah i've definitely i think well because i've had such issues with my refrigerators i feel like i'm cleaning them out often like i just recently did on this three-year-old refrigerator it pooped out on me so i'm pretty good about getting rid of condiments and not having a bunch of that stuff i think because of the way i the refrigerator is set up i can see stuff better um mm -hmm. there's definitely been stuff that was hiding in the very back top where it was like olives that we harvested from the yard and brined and i'm like i'm pretty sure they'll probably last forever but i feel a little weird trying to eat it yeah, yeah. and some pepperoncinis that we made mm-hmm I definitely have a jar of pickles actually that's been like i was going to use the pickle juice for something but it's been mm -hmm. like legit like what do you use it for i've heard of people using it for like wings or something like as a marinade but, uh, uh yeah just for the option to either use it for a marinade or mm. one time okay. when i made bread i used like pickle juice in there when i mixed, I mixed it in with the water and it came out pretty good it tasted almost like sourdough it, it had like huh. a weird sort of um this is interesting sour but salty flavor like in a good way i like that very mm. much okay well the most expired food my kids have helped the in-laws clean out their cabinets uh not that long ago and of course, the grandparents are like, well, we don't use this, but you can take it home. And the kids are like, okay, we'll politely take this thing. And then they brought it home. They're like, mom, we got Jello from 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm surprised it didn't like create a whole monster in there in their cabinet. Um, that might have been the oldest thing. For sure, when I moved to, into this house, we were cleaning out the old. The old house was much older house and the storage was just awkward and weird definitely found some ancient stuff where it's like oh don't even just toss toss but typically probably spices yeah most mostly spices i don't have a lot of canned foods and stuff like that so i don't really i usually just buy stuff i'm gonna use i don't have a lot of like store for another date type of stuff yeah as much as i used to it's usually just i go through stuff and i buy the same things because i'm using all the same stuff so typically i've got, I've got a good cycle here not a lot of expired shit yeah, um, I, it's probably why Rafi moved actually because <laughs> of the food I was offering was too fresh. Yeah, he's like <laughs> as if he's like a raccoon and like yeah, I don't know he he as if scavenge as if I mean <laughs> Rafi, I appreciate you. I'm not joining in on these attacks. Oh, I can appreciate on your food his character <laughs> that he likes lips and assholes. <laughs> I mean, all right. No, oh. uh, but I do have like 
in the uh, the old medicine cabinet. Every once in a while, mm. I'll put like a bottle of Advil. It's like, oh, these expired two years yes, ago. Yes, so. I've had to do that as well. But also, so I have a cabinet for t- like a like a ton of extra stuff that's all new. Mm-hmm. So like medicines and lip balm and like all of the like deodorant, like completely like stored, so that we if because running out of stuff sucks and I don't have to keep buying it much time. I buy it in bulk and I've got a bunch of stuff. But all the medicine and stuff like that all expired because during COVID, none of us were getting sick. Mm. So I was like going through it. I'm like, look at all these like bottles of whatever, Tylenol or what have you. And I'm just throwing it away because it's like, aren't you supposed to <laughs> if it's expired? But like, yeah. I've never had expired Advil because I go through it so much. Like, it's just, it was just weird to see all this medicine that I just didn't even have to go through. Yeah. I think most of that stuff is still safe. It just isn't as effective. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a trippy. So <laughs> I think people would know if that. I, I feel like someone would have figured that out a long time ago. I and think you might be right. Selling old old Tylenol <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, the mean streets. Um. So everybody at home, if you have pictures or would like to share your Ooh. most expired foods slash medications, let's see who has the oldest. I would like to know. I forgot to mention on the last episode that she's doing the adopt adopt. Oh my gosh, ad- easy for you to say adoptable dog segment again which is lovely um also i don't know if we really went into it too much um, no on the last episode about unworthy being gone and i know you and i talked a little bit about it on friday about it not being a patreon show um i guess there's not much more to talk about it than that (laughs) (laughs) the adoptable dog segment segment led to the hey go fuck yourself segment and tim i feel like this hey go fuck yourself was tailor-made for me and it was two dog owners mm-hmm. and giving, you know, the unwanted dog attention where they're like, oh, you should be petting my dog because it's so cute. And I love it. So you should love it. Like, ah, ah, ah. Um, dog agnostic. I put that in uh, parentheses for some mm-hmm. reason. And I also preach with parentheses. And he's just saying, basically, go fuck yourself to this normalized behavior. And this is what I my biggest gripe is all of these years. It's not my hatred of dogs. It's this normalized behavior of well, you should love my dog. And it's like my baby and blah, 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 blah. And like, we all have to accept this, but like I have cats. I don't expect you to love them. I don't give a shit. I love them. It's fine. I'm not trying to force them in your face. I kind of will. No, I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your Instagram. I'll remind you. So, uh, you know, hey, that, is, that is on you. I'm that is on you to absorb and to, you know, consume as will free will, by the way, to turn away. With the dogs, though, I feel like, okay, I don't want your fucking dog up in my grill. Yeah, the thing, I think people also, like, uh, there are people who are, like, cross the street, like, through traffic yes. to go pet oh, a dog. Oh, my so, friends. Yeah. I've been around them where I'm like, really? We're doing this? Like, you're making it worse. You're feeding the the animal here. The, no. <laughs> feeding, feeding the, the problem. Feeding the beast. Thank you. Uh, yeah. my, and I always go back to the fact that, like, I don't force you to pet my snake. Like, because... <laughs> That's how crazy it is to me. And I always go to that analogy because it's like, yeah, that's why I don't want to touch your fucking dog. Disgusting. They lick their butthole and I don't want them to lick me. Thanks. Yeah. Fair. A fair stance. I will say I. people should keep in mind that not everybody trusts your dog. Like if your dog is like very excitable and also maybe kind of large, like, you know, people are going to be like. When they see your dog, they're like, oh, is this dog cool or is this dog going to bark at me or try to, you know, take a swing at me? Yes, but I also have this feeling of like, 
like when someone is singing to you, you're like, oh God, how long do I have to do this for? Mm-hmm. Pretend like I'm totally comfortable here. It's like, no. Oh. I just, uh, unless I'm coming up to you and asking you to pet the dog, can we not? Can we just not force your dog on people or any of your pets? Like n- none of it. You love your kids. You love your dogs. Doesn't mean we have to. Yeah. Yeah. In general, when I see someone walking their dog, I will give them a little space just because, again, I don't know your dog. Your dog don't know me. Yeah. I'm scared of dog. I've been bitten by dogs. Mm-hmm. I've been, but also just like, ugh, I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. They hurt too. Like when they jump on you and they scratch you uh, and it's just, the whole thing is just a nightmare. I, ugh. Anyway, just let's not normalize this weirdo behavior. I also would relate it to, there used to be a lady that would walk up and down this like the main street here in Orange and she was pushing a shopping cart with a baby doll in it and she would talk to it like it was her baby and I'm like, she believes that. That's insane. But I'm going to let her believe it. I'm not going to go and like babysit for her and I'm not going to go coddle the baby but it's like, okay, that's treating your dog like it's a baby is insane to me. It's the same. I... And maybe it's a stretch but you know what? It is. It's weird. <laughs> I, have ca- I have, my cats have their own Christmas stockings, celebrate their birthday but 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 mm-hmm. i don't i'm not like they're part of the family it's just kind of like a cute little thing that i do with the kids i would do it without them too <laughs> <laughs> so you are a crazy cat lady but not a crazy dog lady i am just a lady who likes her cats all right <laughs> i i realize it's crazy this is a thing i'm not gonna be like you should accept you need to put accept my cats with their with their birthdays and their christmas presents like i realize it's silly all right that's listen, why i'm not crazy because i realize it that I it's n- kind of nutty that's <laughs> that uh overrides it but yeah uh if you're in an insane asylum are mm-hmm. they sitting there going you know i'm really feeling insane today <laughs> i mean yes probably they're like i need to be out of here i'm not one of these people i don't belong here mm-hmm. hmm. i belong there no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah again i don't know We've gone off the rails. I've gone off the rails a tiny bit, which is as we do. Also, uh, shout out to the mentally ill. Just uh, yes, yeah. You know what? And I feel bad for using ableist terms, but not too bad because maybe I am insane. So, should we talk about JMOs? Did you pick one, or should I run through them? Uh, I did not pick one. However, uh, mm. just a little uh, little Tamlishanter note. Allison mentioned seeing yes. uh, Paul F. Tompkins is always there. No, no yes. mention of the BFFers. Dude. Okay, let's go back to that. I thought you might have clocked that also. I thought about that. I thought about a couple of things because the first few times that we went or when we first were talking about going to Tam O'Shanter, I'm like, we're for sure going to run into this guy because <laughs> he's always there. I've yet to run into this guy. Uh, number one. Number two, not mentioning running into us. I mean, we're just as famous. <laughs> yeah, in the con... Well... In the context of Allison's show, true, maybe because she does mention true. that there is a fan podcast, but mm-hmm. also, obviously, Paul of Tompkins is more like is actually a famous person. But I think among Allison listeners, maybe, maybe. But maybe, also, I mentioning. do feel like worth mentioning that. See, BFF worth mentioning, mm-hmm. and also I think he could go under the radar as a famous person, although in LA. And someone like him, I'm sure he gets recognized, but I'm sure a lot of people would not know that he was a famous person. Sure. So, any, I don't know why I had to despair. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Treating him like a one of those dogs you don't like. Yeah, like a common uh, BFFer mm. or a dog. So, the JMOs. Mike sent in when he brushes his teeth and he spits and rinses. He sucks the water out of his toothbrush. This is disgusting. 
I've, I've, I have some vague memory of maybe doing that as a kid or something. I but that's, do too. Yeah. I that's, feel like this is such a kid. And I think someone mentioned like, this is a very childlike thing to do. I remember, I think I've seen kids do it and I feel like I have had a memory of doing it myself. Yeah. It's not Why? like a, Why though? I'm not calling Why? like the, you know, calling the, the fire department or anything. I'm not, you know, calling mm. in an, a, a drone strike on your house or nothing, but it's like, it's a little, it's a, it's a it's a good JMO because it's not super mm. common, but common enough that I know what you're talking about. That is a very good JMO. Tim is fascinated to know everyone's money situation. I think I have that also, but I don't have this like, is this a trust fund kid? I mean, I can tell when one is, but typically I'm always like, especially really rich people, I'm like, how do they get paid? Are they getting paid like every two weeks? Is it like, I, I is it a paycheck? Is it direct deposit? Like how much is it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I have so many thoughts about, how much money like really rich people make like when i especially when i worked in emerald bay i was like how much how much money is rolling in to sustain this lifestyle like i have no like concept and how much does it cost to live there you know what i mean like all of the things yeah i have that i only have that at work where like oh i wonder how much this person who's like way higher Mm. up than me makes or whatever um but i i never think about that with rich people like where's their money coming from it just doesn't occur to me uh, maybe because I'm just not around enough rich people. <laughs> and I typically am not, but well, at now at the school that I work at now, I see some people and it's just like, you know, there's money here. And like one family has like four kids and you see the car and it's like, okay, what's what's really going on here? And, and how, yeah, I think I actually did find a pay stub from my boss when I was living, not living, when I was working in Emerald Bay in Laguna. And it was like two hundred thousand mm, dollars. Whoa! And I was like, "Is that monthly? Is that biweekly? What, how, what, what are we doing here?" And I had to take a quick glimpse. I'm like, "What? This is? I think this is a pay stub, unless it was just a payout of some sort." But I was like, "Whoa! Well, that is crazy. I need a raise." <laughs> yeah, sort of mistress hush money situation. Maybe I don't know. Oh, uh huh. But yeah, there is a. Uh... That's so funny. Growing up, at, maybe it's just because I didn't grow up with any money, but like upper middle class people are like kind of rich to me. So when I find out like someone's mm. parents helped them buy a house or something, I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy rich people behavior. Someone yes, talks about yes. actually getting a car at 16 even. I'm like, all right, that's yes. uh, all right. All right, Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do anything about that. On the opposite side, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm hanging out with like, well, a lot of my friends, they're su- successful enough, like I, I am curious about how much they make because I'm like, they always have money to go out and do stuff and get do whatever they want. But on the other hand, there's a lot of like friends where I'm like, I feel like they're in the same boat as I am. And I'm like, I think like we're all poor. <laughs> and I'm like, how are they doing stuff still? Because <laughs> aren't we all just rubbing two sticks here? Yeah, I mean, uh, or two nickels, whatever. <laughs> you're starting a, f- a fire of uh, wealth. I don't know what the analogy would be for rubbing the two sticks no together. <laughs> anyway, I. Yeah, I am fascinated about it, but I don't, yeah, I don't search it out, seek it out, but I definitely am like, oh, what, let's hear more about that. Okay, uh, Jeff, when he gets into bed, he dusts off his feet, uh, but also every time there's any kind of like bedtime talk, shower talk, bath talk, the fascination with Tony and his whole regimen <laughs> comes up and everybody is still just as fascinated. Like, what are we doing? Like, we need to see this in action because it just seems odd odd enough that it keeps coming up and people are intrigued 
is there going to be like a bedtime with Tony Patreon where you just yes. see him getting ready for bed? It's bedtime with Tony and wake up with Tony because I would like to see the two, um, the I, whole situation. Yeah, I think there are plenty of, in particular, women who would like to to pay for that. I'm sure. And I would just be, you know, on a strictly like note taking basis. Sure. Scientific not interest. Yeah. Scientific. Yes. Um, but also when I get in bed, I do do a dusting off of the feet situation, but not the way he does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do that because I don't want like uh, debris in my bed and my cats, they, they bring debris. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Especially with pets. You got to. Yeah. So much. Yeah. I mean, there's hair everywhere, so I don't know how to. And I wear socks. I have like slipper socks that I wear mm-hmm. to bed. So in general, like I'm not feeling anything in the bed, but I still do like the dust off, you know. I don't do a dust off. I don't think I also... I'll typically do it on the side of my leg, too, because which maybe I'm just bringing everything still into my bed, but I, well, I've done like the bottom top of my feet thing too. Not just like the clapping like he does, which is odd. <laughs> yeah. He did like a full act out. He does it like, like monkey style, like yeah. his feet together. Yeah. Um, and Tony brought this up really quick, which has already been a JMO that I think Ray Morgan has sent in. And that is the s- stepping in a puddle with a sock foot. Like yeah. it completely ruins your day. If you can't immediately take it off and fix the problem, but it's not a great feeling. That would be some like waterboarding shit. Like you yeah. want to torture me? Let's do this. Good to know. I'll write that down. I need boots. I don't have boots just because I, the only shoes I have. <laughs> that are just like... sounded like a random proclamation. Yeah. yeah um, you know, I need boots. It's true. <laughs> just thinking out loud. No, just because when it rains, I basically only have either like tennis shoes or like dress shoes that I wear. Mm-hmm. I don't have. And if there's like every once in a while, there'll be like a little hole in the bottom of like your shoe or in your shoe that you don't know about. Yes. Yeah. And then water gets in. I need like some like uh, Doc Martens or something. Yeah. Uh, when it rains, I'll wear like motorcycle boots or Docs. I do have rain boots, but it rarely rains enough here. But I, I like an excuse to wear something that's not going to get my my tootsie wet. It was supposed to rain today and it's clear skies. I'm wearing some heels tonight. I'm not wearing boots. <laughs> All right. Just so, so you know. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Keep and that. an apron. Oh, okay. All right. Just kidding. I'm gonna go haunt this place down the down the street. It did rain here. Last, this is not important information. It did rain it here yesterday. So it was I'm... supposed to rain today, and I turned the sprinklers off. I was all ready. It was even like cloudy and dark this morning. Now it's like bright and shiny and sunny, and not a barely a cloud in sight. Yeah, it rained a very nice amount. Where it, was, it hmm. rains like overnight, and then until like maybe. You know, seven in the morning, and then it kind of stopped. Oh, so it was, yeah, uh, it was that's perfect. Cool. Speaking of a very nice amount, I think this show has had a very nice amount. Mm-hmm. Should we finish the show? Yes, this is the last episode. I agree. It's we're been done. A very nice amount. <laughs> it's been, um, yeah, we're done. If you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at bfancast. And Trace, where can we find you? Uh, I mean, don't worry about it. It's fine. I if. If you want, uh, as I always say, if you're listening to this, you're already in the Facebook group. Um, so, but if oh you're yeah, not, join us in the Facebook group. Jo- for sure. Join up. Lisa will probably let you in if you're not already. Oh in. yeah, there's um, a few uh, idle uh, requests there that I have not let in. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess I'm on Instagram. If you want to zero <sighs> zero mm-hmm. three underscore book zero the word spelled out. The numeral three, then an underscore, and then the word book. 
Uh, it is a word game to figure out mm. if you figure out the prize is being able to find me on Instagram. And I think that is like your genius is right there. It's like, hey, if you really want to follow me, you're going to decipher that yeah. shit and follow you. Yep. Um, noth- nothing else to note except that uh, I briefly mentioned it on the B-Team episode, or at least uh, displayed it on the B-Team episode. But r- there are video clips and previews of Renee and Girls Night the Musical on YouTube. So if you do a search... Mm. For Girls' Night the Musical, you can find um, a few performances, some of them with Renee in it, uh, in different roles. One of her as, like, the lead uh, angel dead lady who sort of narrates, and one of her as the friend, which is where she had the weird face picture that Allison posted on Instagram. Mm. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, Trace, quick question. Yeah. Is that P? Uh, I mean, not right now, but the nature of reality being what it is. It could be P in the future. And a lot of things that oh. aren't P now will be P in the future just because that's how P works. It uh, also comes from okay. your blood. Oh, right. Thanks, Dr. Angela. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that note, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Let's go. <laughs> mm. <One> of- <laughs> I'm now agreeing that it's stupid, but not, not yeah. for, yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's the worst
This is 